Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas, and welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Podcast. And joining me, as always, he's my bro, and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello, everyone. It is I. It is me. It is he. I am returned yet again for another month of podcast hilarity, brother of Tom. Tom, how are you? Bro, I'm going good for what's been a busy week and also a busy weekday. It's actually saturday the the 10th of september here in australia guys and i had a birthday party i recently picked up my daughter from a few hours ago and it was just an all-girly party and then comes burly old bearded tomo dad to come pick her up and yeah it was good time and she's uh at that age now where she wants to be the you know pretty hair and the pretty bow and the pretty dress but then she comes home just kicks the shoes off and there's the rough rough girl watching eating chips and watching tv that is your uh, your your daughter. That is her to a T. I um, uh, I would say Princess by day, by night is like a um, a vigilante that would gladly just take on the world. Yes, remarkable uh, how we've you've watched her just grow from this infant child with all the things that she went through, and then how she is today. Unbelievable. And talking about achievements, you want to drop what happened with your son recently? Oh, yes. Um, it's something quite big for him. Um, one thing that my kid is, we, we try to do as adults, and as you know, we always used to, when we make a smaller version of ourselves, we try to get them active. We try to get them out of the community, try to get them into some type of sport. Uh, for you growing up, you had football. Uh, I attempted football a few times. It didn't work out as well. Um, but uh, just for my son today he has been for almost six months now been doing karate lessons not too far from our place so he's uh, going there almost four times a week and he just recently just a few hours ago got his yellow belt in karate there are several more colors to come but he is adamant that i think he said by the age of 15 16 so in another probably 
Jesus Christ, thinking out loud now, probably another eight years, he's going to be a black belt. So that is the, uh, the much uh, celebration that happened this morning for my son. He was quite proud of himself becoming a yellow belt. And then soon we'll continue to get the other colors uh, of the belts. And then, uh, you know, I could be that far that could walk up to, into a park and then look over to, um, walk up to the other dads and say, my son can kick your son's ass. Karate. And then the guy will just look at me and go, what? I go, nah, mate, don't worry about it. Nah. Not, no style for that. And he looked very proud on the Facebook post that was put up in our family chat group. And it's great. You know, I think you and I both tried karate like once or twice as kids. And, yes. you know, it's good to know that he's sticking into it. You know, it's not just footy guys in Australia. There's other sports yep. that people do. And, you know, even karate is not only good for, you know, self-fitness, but it's also good for, you know, relationship building with people and understanding that you're not going to go out and abuse it. You know, no. you, it's, a, it's a last resort when it comes to fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, says two guys who've never really been in a fight, but yeah. <laughs> I don't I think if we were to ever use, you know, get into a fight, I think we would rather use our words. Um, again, that's why we watch pro wrestling. You know, I could do that. I could climb off a ladder and jump off it. There's got chips on my belly. Just shooting there like that. That's not real, damn it. What I would have done, what I would have done. <clears throat> One of the uh, the running jokes we used to say is that you would get someone for a choke slam and tell them to jump <laughs> jump up, yeah. mate, as you're trying just to actually hurt them with jump. a choke slam. Yeah, just jump. No, you're not going to do it. Okay. Yeah. You're in the middle of a fight. Like, come on, mate. And then you just grab him by the throne. You're like, what are you doing? You just no, what you do is you, you get into the watching. fight, then you you pull him in close, Muay Thai style, and go, okay, what are we doing? What What's the spots? What, are you going to be face or heel? What, what are we working here? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Get the fuck away from me. Hey, yeah. let's put on a show for the fans. Just They're all watching. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> all right, and then I'll hit the manoeuvre. You kick out two, and then you hit me with another manoeuvre. One, two, three, you get the win, Okay. Mate, look, you, you, look, you don't, you're going to win, all right? You don't have to hurt me. I'm going to let you beat me. I'm go, but... I've given you the win, okay? I'm actually quite, you know, you look like a young talent. It looks like I'm going to work with you quite well. So let's do this, young fella. No, my name is not CM Punk. I won't be uh, be abusing my power yet again. Hey, 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 hey. You leave Mr. Punk alone, Al. How dare looks like you. your, your company, AEW. Mm. Mm. HWCW. Early 2000. Did you see my recent tweet that I put up like an hour ago? No, no. no. Hang on. This is going to be a live uh, look <sighs> on the old Twitter. Go on to our Twitter feed and check out the most recent tweet because some news has recently broken out about the world's greatest tag team. I'm talking about the Young Bucks. Check out the headline and then my tweet, my GIF response uh, to that tweet. All right. So we're going into media. And a lot of clapping, a lot of Mr. Bean. How recent are we talking here? Oh, here we go. Oh, the, anyone, mine or broadcast? Go to the broadcast bro- one. Broadcast one. Okay, yeah. the, the, the young fans have reportedly sent out feelers to the WWE. And there's you, there's the woman pushing the Jenga pieces down. Are you feeling heartbroken, are you? Well, it just feels like the people saying it's another Jenga block of AEW. It's one of the pillars. It's another pillar. And there's people out there that want to see the company crumble. I'm not one of them, guys. I, I, I wish them all the best. And I even said it in one of our group chats to our, you know, the League of Extraordinary Idiots on Twitter. I said, 
I'm actually feeling I'm going over to AEW more than WWE. And I've been like that for the last couple of months. Look at your face. What are you doing? I'm being smug. You're watching a company burn from the inside, bro. We saw it back 22 years ago, man. We saw it with WCW. All they need to do is now the company, the, the, the entertainers are fighting the entertainers. And there was a time where you could see greener pastures over in the AEW. And this is when WWE superstars were unfortunately being laid off during the time of COVID. And again, this is just how people were just like, this is how we are dealing with how the economy is going. And now you're looking over to another greener pasture and it's the WWE. And it's looking kind of nice over there. You're getting some talents returning. It's great. Triple H has taken over. Vince McMahon, the, the um, little bit sticky fingers that he is, is gone. You know, or stinky fingers. He's left. He's it's gone away. You know, old man Vince gone. Triple H in. It looks like a different time in wrestling. It's kind of nice. But just hearing what that stuff went down after a show and then are they just shooting from the hip to be on, on on live television? You know, is it for the marks? Is it for us? Is it for them? It's very much like WCW 22 years ago, where people were very much shooting from the hip and how they felt. People come to a wrestling show to be entertained. And if you're one of those marks, it's like, ooh, is that a bit real? Is that for us? Just maybe just have a think, because... I know I might be offending a lot of our viewers right here, viewers and listeners right here, but uh, but guys, it's it, it's purely for the entertainment aspect, you know. It's a male soap opera. You don't need to be coming out and just like this is CM Punk just burying the talent, being very upset. There is no need for him to bring out Aries dirty laundry like that. It was watching that interview and watching Tony Khan, who can't swallow a bowl of water or wine, whatever he's doing. The gulp. That's one of the funniest videos I've seen. And I think that guy does like an eight ball before he gets in front of the camera. The man is so fucking high on cocaine, heroin, muscle relaxers, some horse tranquilizers wises up the bum. What is going on over there? Your response? And, and, I'll just say, in regards to the water bottle, all right? Oh, yeah. You know, with my whole tin hat thing, right? You know, I always yeah. wear my tin hat. And always. there's all these theories talking about Tony Khan's a reptile. <laughs> because, you know, when they say when reptilians on TV are under pressure, they act like they'll turn into it. Like they go between phasing of human to reptile. Mm -hmm. And that was a moment of him, you know, being under stress of what's going on around him that he couldn't swallow the bottle of water. Couldn't um, swallow water. Yeah, I think the CM, the, CM Punk thing, the CM Punk thing, I thought that was a work from the very beginning. I thought you're bringing so many eyes from the a All Out show to now to the press conference. I thought it was a work the whole time because there's even been things from being the elite. When the Bullet Club first broke up and you see Cody throw a chair, you know, Kenny Omega and the Bucks, and I thought, oh, yeah, they're playing on that. But then it's since come out that a lot of it wasn't a work. You know, a lot of it is a real life thing that there is a lot of actual backstage, you know, viciousness going on with that punk is doing. And if you've seen Bobby Fish recently on Twitter, 
calling out CM Punk for a real life fight. And, you know, if it was a real combat fight, I would have whooped CM Punk, you know, quicker than his UFC career. And it's like, hmm. Even and Adam was at Hangman Page was interviewed recently about it. And he said, look, I said all I wanted to say a few weeks ago, and I'll just leave it there. And, and if you've that seen that promo, yeah, he? He if you that saw one. that promo, that was that pretty quick little jab there. So interesting times, but it's great to know that you're going to still tune in to Weekly Dynamite and Rampage L. Terrific. No, I, I won't be because I don't I don't have them all fight anymore. Uh, I don't follow it. I, I don't know if I am going to w- listen or watch it. It'd probably be through GIF form uh, via the old Twitter machine. Yeah, they had me at one time. I remember at one time I was actually quite crestfallen by WWE. And now I'm just seeing what's going on in uh, WCW 2.0. Oh, sorry, AEW. That's what we're seeing. Yeah. No, look, I, I, I see where you're coming from. Um, you know, this podcast is about us seeing some type of middle ground. Uh, I hope it goes well. I hope they can come nah, out of this feeling. <laughs> fucking right here. <laughs> and with that being said, we're going to be doing Dynamite, guys. We're doing the first Dynamite right now. Dynamite. Dynamite. Bullshit. No, we're not doing the first Dynamite, guys. We're no, actually no, going no. to be... T- we haven't even talked about what we're even doing tonight no, and mate. who we are. So I might introduce oh. myself. My name is Thomas, as I said at the start. Uh, you can check me out at Mr. Underscore MMA Action. I'm not a mixed martial arts fighter. Uh, I used to be... <laughs> I used to run a podcast called the Mr. MMA Action Podcast. So I just keep the Twitter handle. And I'll throw it, Alan, what's your name and, and how can people follow you? Hi, uh, my name's Alan. And... Uh... Yes, you can follow me on the Twitter as well. That's Ross 84 at TBK. That's where you can find this boy right here. I'm on Twitter almost every day, putting up some some, some funny memes, some hilarity for your viewing pleasure. Um, also, if you like gaming, if you want to watch some gaming, then you can come over and follow me on my Twitch channel. That's right. That's Roscoe. Uh, underscore Bosco 84 I'm on it every now and again and I'm always doing some gaming either Fortnite, Multiverse uh, lately it's been slots and just most recently I did uh, Bleach first time I did the game of Bleach and that was a really fun game I must say too um, what is it? oh yes if you like cringeworthy TikToks you've come to the right place that's right you can follow me at uh, Roscoe Bosco 84 on the tiki talk that's right you can find me on there if you like cringe you're in for a good time and yeah i'm on a youtube channel don't use as much as i used to but you know come along and look at the videos if you must yes please i think in regards uh i think i'm forward everything i think that's everything alan's everywhere guys he's on uh grinder wait that's that's not alan um no there's another harrison (laughs) <laughs> Alan's also on twinkslive.com.au. I'm not a twink. I'm not a twink. Not twinks live. No. No, no, no. Well, you're looking a bit fitter. Yes, lad. No, I'm not, mate. Oh, fuck. I'm fat today, man. I'm fat oh, today. I am. No, I had too much chicken today. I've had chicken. I've had dumplings. I've had rice. Oh, my God. I ate myself stupid. It's only one. It's been five hours since I've had something to eat, but I'm still feeling. I look like Jabba the Hutt. I feel and feel like Jabba the Hutt. It's disgusting. Yeah. 
well, you know, I was going to say you look like a rogue general there with your bullet club tee. So shout out to the rogue general out there, sir. Big fan. In regards to our socials, guys, you can check us out on the broadcast. It's T H E B R O K A S T. You can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, download all episodes on Castro, Castbox, Podbean, Apple iTunes, and Spotify. And it's a bit of a funny one, but we are looking at doing a TBK gaming uh, Twitch channel. And uh, should we tell people what happened when I tried to do my first live stream the other day? Yeah, that got me excited because um, you sent me a link into our chat and it was basically just saying, um, you, um, pardon me, broadcast has gone live on the Twitch. I went, excuse me? Ooh, click and the stream has ended. Oh, what the fuck did I miss? So what happened? Well, guys, my internet's not good here. I don't know why, but every time between like 11 and 12 at night in my house, we lose the internet at least twice. And I thought everyone's gone to bed. I'll chuck on Need for Speed because I've been playing that quite a bit on the PS5. And Alan and I have caught up off the mic chatting about streaming. So I thought, here's my opportunity to do it. And I got through the opening menu. And the next thing I know, internet's gone. And then I tried it again for Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and that stopped. So, like, every time I try and live it, I don't know if it, it surges something in the house, but every time I try, I lose internet. Bam. Damn. Yeah. I, am, um, I am looking forward to the day that uh, you'll be able to sort of jump on and do it. I mean, if you'd like, I can also do it as well, too. As well too. I mean, I don't mind uh, doing a bit of whoring on the old, uh, on the old Twitch. It's your boy. Yeah, well, maybe it's something we can look at. We can even do duos or something in Fortnite together. Oh, yes. That mm. would be very, very interesting. Did you see that my son's over 100 now? He told me the other day, and he, mm. the main thing he wanted in the battle pass was Darth Vader. Good on him. Well done. Um, it's good he hasn't gone down the path of the uh, most people that do play Fortnite, that they find the uh, the female skins, and they get them very quickly. And there's reasons why it's behind that. Well, tell us more. Well, I think it's it's out there. I found a meme the other day. I don't, I don't think I shared it on my Twitter, but I think I will share it. It's the, um, the Chung Lee. The skin of Chung Lee from Street Fighter is actually in the game. And she's got hips don't lie. And I think that's the... Uh, I saw a picture of it. It was, what does your Saturday night look like? And it's pretty much... Yeah, you know, controller down, chungling on screen, and then some uh, hand pumping stuff to help this person get through the night. And I don't think they're using that controller. Yeah. Mind you, I do like, I do have the chungling skin. With a thumbs up, guys. Yes. Let's go. And shout out there to spunklube.com.au. Wait, it's not this is .com. .com, .com. There's no AU. No. I mean, we could probably get it if we could. We could probably get the Australian um, version of it. I might DM them, actually, maybe during the show, see if they write back. Bullshit. Do it. No balls. Do it. I will. I'll DM them. Hello, my name is Tommy. Can no we balls. No balls. Do it. All right. I'll do it as we start watching the show. I'll do it. No All right, guys, after nearly 20 minutes, it's time to do the Wrestling Companion. <clears throat> I'll cut that coffin stuff out. No, no, keep the coffin. I'm not keeping the coffin. I'm <clears throat> cutting, cutting all this part out now. Tony Khan, 
All right. Mm -hmm. Now, guys, we're going to be bringing back our TBK Lost and Found. It made its debut last month when I actually pulled out WWE NXT number 36. What was your any uh, feedback from last month's episode, Al? That was a good episode. I didn't know you owned a cat. Yeah, I don't own a cat. I don't even well, know how the hell it got in the attic there. Had it, I don't know where. What happened with the cat? Did you did you keep it or did it run away? Did oh, it have a name? No, I think it's still in there though. Yeah. Kept it in the attic. I actually I don't like cats. So I when I saw like the cat, I'm like, holy shit! And then yeah, I'm, I've just put the lid back on. On the cat, it better be not. No, we dead, have man. a we have an attic that we have a board that we just cover the hole with. Got... All right, yeah. Norman Bates. Yeah, that's that's his name. We call him Norman. Norman the cat. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Creak that bastard open, will you? All right, well, I'll have to go up into the attic to go and get him. So let me go up the ladder. All right, there's the box. I'm going to rustle nice through. Beaver. Rustling. Oh, there he is. There's, Jesus, there's that cat again. Get, get back. Get back, Norman. Okay. All right. Now rustling through. All right. Uh, okay. I'll choose this show. Are you ready, Al? Yeah, what are we doing? So I've chosen here an event from 1996 from the World Wrestling Federation. And I'm talking about World Wrestling Federation In Your House Mind Games from September 22, 1996. Oh, nice. Do you know anything this... about this card by the name? Just by saying the name, what do you think I'm talking about? Do you remember I, the I, card? I, I, uh, I instantly think of the uh, on who's on the poster. And that is uh, Sexy Boy, Sean Rickles, and Mankind, Mick Foley. Mm. And I think, don't we get, is this the one where we get an ECW somewhat invasion? Well, this was eventually the time where Heyman and Vince were working together. And I would say this was the starting of what would eventually be the ECW invasion on Raw, which would be that time where they had that, was it a debate or something with Heyman and Jerry the King mm -hmm. on an eventual Raw show? But yeah, you're talking about the Dreamer, Sandman, who else was there? I think there was three people that did the invasion, but I think it happens during one of the opening matches. I think it's Raven. Mm. Let's watch. Cool. Let us watch and see who it is. Okay, guys, you should be up all on the WWE Network right now, but sorry, Tom, sorry to interrupt you. Should we give some shout-outs? All right, guys, before we actually do our live watch-along wrestling companion to WWF In Your House Mind Games, we want to give a shout-out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years, but when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7pm East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app, and it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, 
head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. All right, guys, we are back, and it's time to uh, hit play, as we say, Al. Could you give us our three-second countdown? All right, guys, three seconds right now, ladies and gentlemen. Three, two, one. Behold yes. the face of fear. My internet's working. <laughs> We're proud of you, Tom. Very nice. Oh, jeez. Was that Sean getting spiked then in that poll? Yes, driver? it was. Yes, it was. And we could also see Heyman is also with Mankind at this time, too. He is no longer with The Undertaker. Oh, Bearer. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Paul Bearer is no longer with The Undertaker. Hmm. Well, I was trying to do some reading about, like, when did this actually happen? Like, when did he split from him? Because they show it here where he turns his back to him and the, the urn was used. But I don't recall when that actually happened. The bizarre one, Goldust, will take on The Undertaker. This should be interesting. This is, look at that there. Well, yeah, I know. Very sensual. Oh. Is that Ahmed Johnson getting smashed with the stairs? Yeah, after that, he kissed him, too. Ah, Yeah, there's no, the shot. I'm no longer with these two together. Look at that shot. So funny. Oh. So looking at my notes, so we're getting Gold Dust versus The Undertaker tonight and Mankind versus Sean. I think there's about six to seven matches on the card. Um, but this also marks the second time uh, for an In Your House where you've got Gold Dust and Taker. Because uh, the one correct. before this was uh, In Your House 9, International Incident, I think, or it might have been Canadian Stampede, but I think it was International Incident. And he, he took him on there and also take a beat him again. So Yes. But it is interesting watching both of them wrestle because they're quite tall men. Mm. Yeah. Well, I would say Goldust is what, about 6'4", and mm-hmm. Taker's about 6'7", so pretty big dudes. Look at the fireworks in your house. You got Vince McMahon on the mic. Vince McMahon on the mic with us right now. There's a click section over there, pink sign there for, for people who saw that. Jim Ross and Mr. Perfect. It's a pretty good commentary team. This is also the heel JR. Yes. Yeah, the one that brought in, what is it, fake Diesel and fake Razor and, yeah. And they're here tonight, aren't they? Uh, I don't think they compete on this show. I think the one that you might be thinking of was um, In Your House 12, which was It's Time. And I think they wrestle in the first matchup of that show in December. I don't think they wrestle. There's an attack. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, look, yeah, we got Zeb Coulter. Oh, my goodness, look at him. He's yeah. so, he, he doesn't have the beard. He, now he's just got this full gray thing. I've actually been checking out his podcast quite a bit. He's got a pretty interesting, he's, he's a very smart guy. Zeb Coulter. He's, yeah, he's oh, got a podcast called um, Storytime with Dutch Mantel. It's the yeah, name of does, his podcast. Yep. It's a very good show. He's only done about 20 episodes, I think, nearly. Mm-hmm. So it's actually himself and also a co-host that kind of asked the questions, kind of like Brian and, what is it, you know, Jim Cornette on their show. Caribbean strap match. 
Mm. And we've got Harvey Whipple in there as the referee. And Bradshaw with long hair. Long blonde hair. Look at this. One of the most hardest working men back here. Uh, Savio Vega. He sold a lot for the gen- for the men out there. And he's a hard worker. Mm. And and I think he of- was um was he a part of Taker's farewell, I think, when Taker retired. I think he's one of the guys that came down to the ring there, and I think he was even at the Hall of Fame as well. Yes. Oh, he's running to the ring. Mm. He's not mucking around. Come on, and to woman. think, uh, you think too, like the last time we had Sovio, he was a heel. When we did yes. In Your House 15. Ooh. That was the Taker Austin one, but that's when it was uh, our men Johnson takes on the nation. And Sovio yes. was a heel in that one. And now he's yes. a face. Oh. God, this is a pretty brutal matchup too. It hasn't even officially started because the straps aren't on. Tell him, JR. Tell him. Mm. Um, now, watch the crowd, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to have some. Uh, oh, you can actually see him right now. It's Tommy Dreamer on the side of your screen down mm. in the WWF sign. He's got the ECWT on. Yes. So, just looking at my notes here that I've pulled up pretty quickly, mm. it actually says this was the first pay per view match of Justin Bradshaw. Wow. Mm, in the WWE. And it was also uh, Zeb Coulter's final appearance until Elimination Chamber 2013. Wow. Yeah, because he was the manager for what Cesaro, Swagger, and also Del Rio at one yes. point as well. Yeah. That long hair. Yeah, that was an interesting time when he joined that with um, no, We the People, with. Yeah. Um, Jack Swagger, and uh, there he is. There's Tommy Dreamer, there's Paul Heyman, and there's the Sandman right there. Oh, uh, yeah, so it was three. those three, yeah. yeah. Look how just relaxed Tommy is. That blonde um, kid that's next to Dreamer looks like Sandman's son. He does, doesn't he? You know the one they yes. use with the Raven storyline? Yes, yeah. yes. Happy Mother's Day, you fucking bitch. Thanks, Rhino. ECW was pretty wild. Like I enjoyed. I that. love it. That ECW Living Dangerously show was wild that we did. They're getting very close. They are. Oh God! Jeez, oh. you heard that one? Sandman with the spit. Look at those pants. Look at those kids. They're like, oh my God, what happened? That kid there's got covered in beer too, in the black cap. There's a local wrestling group in here in Philadelphia. He's smoking too. Look at him, he's trying to jump the guardrail. The security's like, oh, is this real? Oh, There's Bruce in the background. Jerry Bruce, See, Bruce. too. Yeah. Do you imagine if Jerry Briscoe got a hold of him? He would snap their fingers off. Now, well, there was, I think, remember Bruce got a question about this on something to wrestle years ago where they said, mm-hmm. was it a shoot or what was going on? And he said only he knew. Like a few mm-hmm. select people knew about the spot and a lot of the guys backstage didn't. So they wanted to come down to the ring or they were in for a fight. backstage. Yeah. So many people didn't know, is this a real thing or is this a work? And I don't know if you saw in the corner there too, there was a lot, there was a gentleman standing up clapping. It was Vladimir from the ECW. Um, oh, nice. From the crowd. 
crowd of alumni, and look at the everyone's there. They're all watching. Well, we covered that King of the Ring '98 show. I think Vladimir was also there. Mick Foley guy was also there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was actually in I think the same uh, straw hat guy. Yeah, all the blokes were there. I didn't realize when watching this that the the, the kid with the black cap had beers splashed all over him. Thanks, Sandman. Thanks, Sandman. Would you like to know what our uh, free-for-all match was on this card? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Sovio Vega wrestled again. Oh, see? He's a workhorse. Yeah. Sovio Vega defeats Marty Jannetty with Leaf Cassidy. Oh, that's the... Um, is it the new Rock and Rolls? The oh, new, the new rockers. rockers. Yeah. New Rockers. Yeah. Jeez, Bradshaw's just getting... And a lot of the time, the free-for-all were just pre-tapes for, like, Raw shows. Yes. Yeah. Or superstars or something like that. A Caribbean Street uh, strap match. Well, this is very much like the old school strap. Like when, when I look at this, it makes me think of Hogan in WCW because yes. I think he fought Vader in one of these matchups too. It was like, wasn't it the, the white Indian or the white face of fear or something like that type Castle. of match or something? White Castle might, of Fear. Might just edit my whole guest then so yeah no no you're okay oh my god you could have taken his arm out god okay bradshaw crowd... it's, a, it's a match mate just oh it's bradshaw it's real to him damn it oh jeez. you see um zeb there with the branding iron yeah that's his gimmick that's what he used mm. to do back in the day i would imagine he still does it today brands cows oi nice heel that's kick a great kick and uh, Bradshaw sold that like he, he got kicked out of a car, out of a moving car. So you think of Bradshaw's gimmicks. He got what? Justin Hawk Bradshaw. Yes. You had Blackjack Bradshaw in '97. Yes. You had what is it? AP or the Acolytes in '98? Oh my god! Yeah, that could have separated his wrist, man. You had what? APA in the 2000s. And then we had a bit of a change. He became a singles guy, you know, hardcore champion. And the next thing we know, we get JBL. Mm. And that's how the world remembers him. Um, because, again, he was at one t- Oh, my God, Lariat. Oh, nice. Yeah, fuck that. Taking that noise. Taking that. <laughs> no. Nah. Would you rather take a Bradshaw closer from hell or a Stan Hansen clothesline? I, I would, if it's Stan Hansen, I'm gritting my teeth and I'm hoping he hits me in the throat because he, because there was, there was supposedly he was partially blind. Mm. That was his thing. And that he would actually just, if you were in his vicinity and he was a bit blurry, he just hit you. I, I, none, neither. Thanks. No, I'd rather take a stink face from Rikishi. And the thing about Hanson, too, is that he would do it with his opposite hand that's not his power hand and still 360 the dude. Yeah. So Bradshaw's tagging, but Servio is actually also tagging behind him. Yes, he is. So it's the first to tag all Three. four caution, y- yes. corners. Corners. Did he touch it? No, he's close. He touched it. 
it, just thinking, this is very similar to the Rusev Cena. Remember the Extreme Rules match that we covered that time? Yeah. That's all wrestling is, basically, is just rehashing storylines and uh, mm. and finishes for our entertainment. And that's the thing I've realized that, like, even Jim Cornette saying that, you know, he used to have a book of finishes. You know, we're going to pull a 1947 switch from this show in Michigan, and then we're going to do a 1954 switch from France. Like, all these different finishes and concepts, <clears throat> what's worked in the past could still work today. Mm. And us as wrestling, you know, wrestling guys, we 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 see this shit. We see it all the time. And we think, oh, this, that looks familiar. Just shows that we've been, we've been watching this stuff for a very long time. Mm. Well, it was like we the Dax really Harwood and um, the Ducks and Dash match from FTR. When they fought each other on AEW, that's almost a copy of Brett Nolan. The same way they did their match. There's so many spots from the FTR match, almost exactly the same of um, Owen and Brett. Speaking of Cornette, here he is now. Hmm. Oh. So this is leading to the Jose Lothario versus Jim Cornette match, guys. We're actually seeing a Jim Cornette match. And funny note, it's actually the second time that we've had Jim Cornette wrestle. Do you remember the first time that we watched him fight? He and Heyman in, uh, was it a tuxedo match? Was it Heyman or was it, who was it? Or was it Elring? No, it was Heyman. pull it up. I think you are right that it was Hayden. Yeah. yeah, it was um the tuxedo strip him down and yeah tuxedo match. Jose Lethario. Look at that the graphic in the back there. That that skull with yeah. a mankind mask. It's so cool. Yeah. Jose Lethario. It's dumb. It's better dumb. Jeez, look at this guy. Next world champion here. The uh, that doesn't. It's not very flattering, is it? It's not. It's not. Mm. I'm a bigger man. Get out of my face. But even Jimmy, even Jimmy's has said that too. Is that you know he said when I worked there in those later years, I was just a fat shit. I yep. just was always eating, always eating and traveling. Oh, look out! What's happened here, Al? Savio Vega got attacked by the um, by Scott Hall and. Um, Diesel. Holy shit, the outsiders are back. They're returned. They're not part of the, w, the WCW anymore. <laughs> the NWO. It's all a facade. Oh, that's funny. Could you imagine if they tried to do that today? Yes, I'd love to see it. Like, here is the new Ricochet, and it's not Ricochet at all. <laughs> I hate that Ricochet has been um, labelled as looking like Andrew Tate. That poor yeah. boy. Yeah. I mean, he's got the same look. They share the same look. But definitely different mindsets. Definitely. Mm. And one's still on Twitter and the other one's not cancelled. So who would you would love to see a fake version of in today's wrestling? Like they've been gone for a while or they go to another company. Who would you bring in? Oh, no, he's actually back. But it's it looks nothing <laughs> like him. Do the fame. See if um, fucking... Uh, AEW do like a, a crappy ass version, like at the uh, like was it fake Kane or yeah. the fake or the the under faker doing yeah. it like that type of style, and but take it serious though, like they know like like they were doing it here, like you know you know it's really Diesel and Racer Ramon, right? So um, yeah, it could be 
just do that. Take it incredibly serious, but know that, yeah. like, fuck off, that's not him. Like, during the match, like, his mask comes off, you see his face in it. That ain't Bray Wyatt. Well, I thought the closest you could do with Bray is he'd make it Bo Dallas, I was his brother, say and thing. he just pretends he's Bray Wyatt. He's the new Bray Wyatt, where he looks nothing like him. Um, oh, that's funny. Jose Lacerdo is a sexy boy. What if he's get the pyro, do the pose, get down on the side knee, muscle pose? He's he's he just wants to get out there under the ropes, smack the shit out of Cornette in the call of the day. Now this is actually one of the longest matches on the card. Do you want to know how long it goes for? Are you fucking serious? Yes. Half an hour. Twenty nine minutes. No, it ain't. No, no. Anyway, stop. I don't believe you. It does. Starting now, the bell's just dinged. It's the bell is just dinged. No. No, you get a little bit of you get a little bit of mat action, you get a little bit of rampway action, bit of hardcore stuff, bit of ground based stuff, some top rope action. It's a very, very good Dave Meltzer gave it five stars. Don't do that. That's a good spotted wrestling. Don't make fun of the the gathering spot. I hate it. I hated the gathering spot so much. Come on, everyone. Are you ready? Yep, look up. Is he he ready yet? Is he up there? Yeah, punch me. Just pretend to punch me. Everyone hug each other. Yeah. Look at this guy, 62. God, I wish I looked at this good when I'm 62. Knockout punch there. Let's do it again. Yeah, I used to hate that spot because he's they're actually hitting their own teammate. The Hardy Boys. Yeah. Do it, we'll do it. I'm just going to follow my own brother. Did and there's, you, there's your 27-minute match right there. I thought you said 29. I meant 56 seconds. You're I a meant. goddamn fucking liar. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a new number one contender for Shawn Michaels' WWF Championship. Well, Jose Lothario is going to go for Michaels' title, is he? Or is Mankind? Whoever no, well, so Jose is going to get the winner of Mankind Shawn at the main event of Survivor Series in November. <laughs> yeah, nah, mate. Nah, mate. And that's why I'm not a promoter, guys. No way. So we're two matches down, no, and we've not. only got one, two, three, four matches left. Thank goodness. The sexy boy. Oh, oh. Yeah. I, I never, I never understood what, what was with the helmet with Farouk. I think he was meant to be a, a gladiator warrior from the from the future i think right the one thing i would say is look how long farouk just holds the phone there before he even says anything he's ordering a pizza mm. it looks Good very man. frustrated yeah because he he had sunny in the, with him at this time are they on the same phone call like is yeah. sunny and farouk sharing the same line or is it I think two so. separate phone I calls i i don't know tom hmm this this phone number is no longer available in service. God damn it, I wanted to call Farouk. Hello, Sunny, where, how are you going? You haven't been hiding, have you? Would you like some cigarettes? <laughs> I hope <laughs> you're out of prison. Give me your car keys, give them. Give them here. Oh! Oh, look out. I don't call two two one one nine one one. Guns yeah. don't kill people, are kill people. I was going to say, that's probably on the back of that shirt, I reckon. Mm-hmm. 
Look at the acid wash jeans. Mm. Selling his injured knee. The loose cannon, eh? Bret the Hitman Hart. Yeah, so this is where they're kind of playing on the whole Brett and Pillman feud, which also brings in Owen. You know, Owen's coming off his feud also with Brett, which I would love to do. I'd love to do some Brett and Owen in maybe some future episodes, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Brett was doing the South American tours as well, too. Mm. Which I think they're kind of back into doing that now with people actually going international and Talking international, because I might just talk through some of this promo. Did you uh, check out Clash of the Castle? Bits and pieces of it. I mm. didn't watch it one because it was down for us down here. It was like um, about one o'clock in the morning. And your boy right here does enjoy his sleep. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm sort of... Uh, one match I did watch, though, when I went back and watched the actual source snippets of, was the uh, Gunter. And um, and Seamus, that was just a slap fest. Two big guys slapping meats. Very cool. And did you hear that that got a five star too? Did it? Mm, I heard it. That's I cool. read it today. Yeah, Dave Meltzer gave it a five star. First five star in a while, I think, for the main brand because I think NXT has got a few over the years, mm. but it's mainly AEW. They're the ones that get those five stars. So yeah. Uh, too sweet. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah. Dog shit. Dog yeah. shit what, wrestling. What's your take on McIntyre? You called it too because you said, oh, no, Tom Roman's not dropping the belt to Drew. What are you talking about? And next yep. thing we know, it did occur. You know, it didn't. Oh, actually, no, it didn't occur. I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's your view on Roman retaining? And we got what? Uh, he's another Uso um, Solo. assisting him in that. What's your view on that one? It's very cool. I was waiting for sooner or later that he was going to come up from NXT and go over to and join her with uh, the bloodline. And it's very cool to see. Uh, and um, he had his first match, uh, his first SmackDown match against, um, pardon me, against Drew McIntyre recently on SmackDown today. Yes, and we're on the road to Extreme Rules, and I think we've kind of got our first match, I think, going to be locked in there with not only the Rosie, not Rosie, a Ronda versus Liv match, but also the McIntyre Kyrian Cross. I think we're finally going to get that you know, with a one on one. But again, with the whole title picture, I don't know who's left for Roman. I heard today that he clocked a thousand days without a pinfall loss today. How crazy is that, man? In this modern day, a thousand days without a pinfall loss and over what, 900 days as champion or something like that. One day, a modern day Don Morocco mm. or Bruno San Martino. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's it's almost like they're trying to beat what Bruno held because he held that record for so long, though. Mm. Like, if they want to do it, Roman's got a lot more days left to mm. try and clock that record. Uh, yeah, I don't, I can't think of anyone that could dethrone him. Mm. Possibly The Rock might return. And we could see, you know, I mean, we've seen cousin versus cousin. We might see uncle versus nephew. And again, WWE love to do that. They like to have, you know, um, family members fighting one another. Just recently we saw with um, Dominic Mysterio with Rey Mysterio. Um, I don't really blame him 
for turning his back on his family and joining up with Judgment Day. Because, you know, it's Rhea Ripley. You know, once she wraps her, her legs around your head, you're not coming back. And you also called that too. That's one of the things you said to me. You said, yeah, he's going to drop because it's, we're going to, it's almost like we're getting an Eddie China again, you know, in a 2022 version. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. I've got the rattlesnake. It's weird that we're going to see in this moment now that Stone Cold Steve Austin and Owen Hart are going to get along. Mm. Got Austin looking fit as too. Someone's going to get their ass whipped. That's what Austin 316 just says. Chairman on old train. What? Well, this is a funny thing. Like, we think of Austin and the beer drinking. And one of the things I saw online, people was like, I just couldn't imagine Austin in a gym, like lifting weights, because he's such a, his body shape wasn't someone that would look like that. But you look at him here. Look at that. Look he, at that he, stomach. He's looking fit as here. Well, the music he was coming down to, actually, from the ring, was his old ringmaster uh, theme as well, too. Hmm. Now, he says something very controversial here about Bret Hart here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, have a listen. And we'll, I've got uh, my we'll... subtitles on, so... Yeah. We'll continue to watch it, and when it comes up, tell us what you hear and see. Great shot there. you got the Hollywood Blondes right there. It is. It mm. is. Some WCW fan guys talking some, what, 93 against the Four Horsemen. All right. Listen to this. The south end of a chicken. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This this one here too. That became a really that that there happened for a lot of years. They used that in video packages. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you put the S in front of Hitman and you get my view of him. Yeah. I heard that supposedly the slimy substance line that he said there was on the cuff and Vince didn't know about it. Oh, and right. Brett didn't and Brett didn't know about it either. Only the three men in the ring knew about it. See, that's the thing sometimes, like everything is worked to a certain point, and then some people go, you know, at it their own thing, and yeah, people get offended, and next thing you know, they're waiting at the curtain, ready to start throwing hands. Yep. Stone Cold said so. Because you really think, like, when I think in your house, and I went on to the network recently. Like, in your house, it makes me think of so many Austin matches. You know, Austin teaming up with you know, the likes of, you know, LOD to take on the Heart Foundation. Mm -hmm. Austin versus Taker. Austin versus Savio. Like, so many matches of In Your House were about Brett and Stone Cold. And I think this is even before the WrestleMania match. Mm -hmm. You know, that classic WrestleMania 13 match was still, what, six or seven months away. You know, that yep. wasn't until March, I think, of 1997. Another show that I would love to cover because that was a great mania, that one. Yo, man, this is a big bill. No, excuse me, sir, could you not touch it? Funny thing, my my initial thought looking at that just now we touched that was the wonderful world we live in stories that we've done of people falling for things such as train stations and aeroplanes and stuff like that. Because yeah. he was very soft the way he touched that bell just then. It was the Liberty Bell, mm. so it had a massive crack on it. And uh, if you know your American history, that was the day that the that was the bell that was used mm. when the English attacked um, American soil. Oh, right. And then they and they fixed the the bell, and it's still there. The crack is still in it. They used it to warn everyone that the the British were coming. The British mm. are coming. 
bit of American look at, history. Look at right Alan, there. Alan dropping some history for you guys. Yep. Oh, here we go. Owen could have just stayed there, but. Yeah, no, he had to get his entrance. He had to come out with his, uh, his bestie. I wasn't even there. I wasn't even there. It was, it was Owen the whole time. Now, this is our uh, first of two championship matches tonight. So, as we know, the main event is HBK Mankind for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. And now we got ourselves the Tag Team Championship matchup. Bass Reads, Atlanta GA. Oh, whoa, whoa. Clarence, it's broken. Clarence, My arm is broken. Clarence Mason has sign now, here. Is taken over for Owen Hart and the Bulldog. That's cool. He's their new manager now because um, Sally Cornette could not make it. And it's so similar. That's like Stokely in AEW, the guy that's recruiting people, giving him the business card. You know, Jade, you know, Jade Cargill, MJF, a very similar thing. We're just so anyway. My name is Billy Gunn. In a couple of years, people are going to be looking at my ass. It's a very, it's a very impressive ass. Then in a couple of years' time, maybe about Billy, hurry the fuck up, get away from that woman. <laughs> what? I'm just talking to the lady. Yes, a few years from now, I'll be with the acclaimed, and I'll be called Ass Daddy. Yeah, and everyone's going to be screaming, "Sissy me, Daddy." I saw an online post the other day saying, uh, the Sesame Daddy has become the new Wolfpack pose. The Too Sweet has been replaced with the Sesame Daddy. I'm like, no, it hasn't, <laughs> and it will not. He probably will. We're living in a, a day and age where they will... Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. To Bulldog and... Was it? To Bulldog and Owen. Love, All sonny. my love, Sonny. They've given a, a goatee... Some long hair, some glasses. Oh, goodness. And Bart's yeah. like, I don't care. Like, can we just wrestle or? I don't give a shit. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. Oh, she's crying. So this is a tag team match for the tag team titles. Yeah, so Smoke and Guns take on Bulldog and Hart. Yeah, come on. Let's roll it up. Let's go. Come on. Look, was was it really that needed, though? Do you reckon? Yes. Yes. Reckon? Yes. Because it's going to have an aftermath after this match. During this no, I, I didn't match. mean that. I meant, like, using the poster. They couldn't just cut a promo or something. And... No, back then you had to. Mm. Why did they do that to me? Not fair. Well, Go Alan, away. Give me Sonny or Sable? Both. <laughs> both. I love them both. With Trish Stratus on the side. Yes, please. No. No. Sorry, man. That's who it is. The three, the, the three favorites right there. All right. Let's name. I'll name my three. So I would go Tori, T-O-R-I Tori, not Tori Wilson. I would go Victoria, mm. and I would go the woman that Billy Gunn brought to the ring with him at 99 SummerSlam in the Kiss My Ass match against The Rock. That's a lie. You don't, you don't dig on that. No, that's I do. Your stuff. No, it's not. You're a liar. You're a liar, Robocop. You're a liar. COVID life has changed my mind, El. Fuck off. I don't believe you. 
I don't believe you. Well, what am I into then? You tell you're me. Like, strong. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're a liar. Beth Phoenix, why haven't you written back to my tweet? She blocked her ass. God damn it. Oh. Hits him with, scissor me, daddy. He looks so similar to his kids too, doesn't he? Like his kids wrestling today, the ass boys, eh? Yeah, sure. He does. He looks similar to his sons. No, I agree. But the, um, what's it called? Um, ass boys. Yeah. It's a new way of wrestling. It's a new breed of wrestling. What, what, did, what did Cody say? It looks like it's a revolution. Yes. Yeah, but he's, he's wrestling for WWE now. Yeah. I love how they've destroyed that whole... I used to love the thing, the Cody, where he would put his hand to his ear, the camera would zoom up, and now there's the WWE one. And I'm like, I hate the WWE one. I like the WWE other one, because that, no. that was ROH, New Japan, AEW Cody. I like that one. Oh, nice. And cradle. Ooh. God, look at uh, Bulldog jacked up. I know, he's huge, hey. I'm fucked. I'm so glad that I only could actually go in the ring. I'm so tired. Oh. Oh. Yeah, now, who's Bart, the, who, Bart who's, the, who's the oldest out of the of the, uh, the guns? Was it Bart was the oldest? Or was he the baby? Mm, I would say Billy's older. Yeah. If you want, I can pull it up and have a look for you. If you want, if you, you know, you're not doing much over there anyway. Beth Phoenix, right back to me, goddammit. Here we go. Sad, sad man. Hell's Edge. Love him. All Have right, so... Him, come and live with me. <laughs> Bart Gunn is 56 years old. Yes. And Billy Gunn is... Uh, he was born in 1962. He's 58. So he's actually two years older than Bart Gunn. Yep. But if you, but if you definitely compare their careers, one went completely up. You know, DX, Outlaws, IC, Hardcore, Tag Team, Shogun. King of the Ring. Team that and was then, Big Show. Yeah. And then Shogun. we got Bart Gunn getting knocked out by Butterbean. His career right there. Yeah. Oh, God. Going for that leg. And the great thing about the network, I've been actually going back and watching a little bit of the Brawl for All, you know, from the uh, that year that it occurred. And, you know, Bart Gunn was good. You know, he fought pretty well, but he just, it wasn't the same Bart Gunn against Butterbean. That WrestleMania, what, 30 seconds? Two two knockdowns, and that last one, he's dead. He is dead stone. Well, that's because he took on Butterbean. Butterbean is like a walking boulder. You know, we saw Johnny Knoxville in one of the Jackass movies legit get knocked out by Butterbean, and he laid in the ring snoring because he was legit knocked out the man is just a it's just oh god that was a bit low but yeah um just yeah the man didn't stand a chance sadly and i think he knew that too like he his role was to come in and just knock him out like don't make it a three-rounder you'll just finish him finish was, him. It, was it a punishment for the whole thing of you know, Dr. Death not getting to the final and you no, know, but he didn't want Bart to be the one to win it, to take on Stone Cold eventually. And But even when you watch the dark side of the ring, like Bart Gunn says he hasn't even watched that match. 
he never went back and watched that match against Butterbean because he said, and he, well, he gets so emotional, he said, that's where I felt everything changed. And for that reason, I'm, I'm not going to go back. I will not watch that. Yeah. I'm in heart with the Indian deathlock there. That was fantastic. Hmm. Well, here's a question for you. Who was yeah. the better heart? Owen or Brett? Let's debate. Oh, what are we looking at? Wrestling? Oh. Yeah, I think do the do the whole package. Let's do mic work. Let's do in ring. Uh, Owen was fantastic in the ring. He could work with he could, he could work with a broom. He could work with anybody, and he always made the the person he was wrestling it with look like you know dynamite. They were fantastic. They were just he gel really well with anybody. Uh, he's feud with um, Triple H back in the day. Jesus Christ, Bulldog. Oh, with a leg drop, Hogan style. So he had that charismatic style to the ring, but he was also a great heel. Now, with Brad, on the other hand, there's a reason why he was world champion so many times, because he was the face of the company. Uh, he had a way with the fans. The crowd loved him. Like he went, it was, I think I heard a few shows back on like one of the other wrestling podcasts I listened to. Um, when Bret Hart went over to Europe, he was treated like a god. They people loved, they loved him. They had him on the big screen, and he would come down to the ring, and the whole place would unite, just go crazy over it. Um, so I, and then also having that world title, he had that so many times. He became world champion. Um, I think how we remember Owen sadly is how he passed. So that's one way of saying, you know, sadly, that's how Owen passed. It was the most saddest way possible. And that's certainly sometimes we remember him. Bret Hart, he still is in wrestling today. I think he, I don't know if he was in the most recent um, AEW show, seeing in the crowd. He looked bored shitless, I think. But, um, but sadly, we lost him when he took on Goldberg all those years ago. So they're both parallel in their own awesome ways. Yeah, I would probably say I agree with a lot of those points you made. Only thing I would correct you on, that he was not sitting at a Dynamite show. He was sitting at Clash of the Castle. Clash of the Castle, okay. Yeah, cool. and there's that meme going around of him smiling at the camera and the woman behind him with her shirt over her nose because it looks like she's kind of sneezing. But the meme is that it looks like Brett's dropped the worst fart because the way the camera shot looking at her covering her nose, and I'm like, haha, that's a giggle. And I did a little laughing emoji. So very cool. Yeah. Billy Gunn doing a Superman jump. Oh like Superman punch onto Bulldog there. Precursor. Yes or Yes. Yes. <laughs> So my my uh, response to the Brett Owen, I would say uh, Brett was good at a lot of those things, in-ring and on the mic. The charisma was definitely with Owen. Owen could do a lot more things that Brett couldn't do in regards to top rope action, his backflips and things like that. But I would say I was definitely a big fan of Brett over Owen, and that's just my view. It's, he's pinning him yeah. there, but he's not counting. His arm's on Billy. No, they're talking there. 
no, his no, arms on him, the Kyoto should be counting. No, no, no. They're talking. Now they do it. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, Sonny. Never been a big Sonny fan. You're an idiot. Why am I an idiot? She's beautiful. One of God's creatures. Yes, I've watched a couple of shoots with her and I'm like, hmm, yes, you seem to have lots of friends. No, she doesn't. No, it's like very, back, yeah. backstage friends. Well, she always, people enjoy sunny days. Actually, I'm more of a rain guy. I like the rain. I want to sit at the window with my chai, carnigan, bun, read a nice book, yeah, under the fire and just, yeah, good times. What about you? Yeah, that sounds great. Cool. Oh. Anyway, back to wrestling. I'm going to actually cut this and put it as a video clip, guys, on Twitter, and you can see Ellen's reaction to my uh, yeah, my typical it. day. So, yeah. Yep, yep. It's uh, you do you, mate. You do you. You can actually, and then you do like a close-up of my face and just like... <laughs> what, what do you want me to <laughs> Uh, you just go, okay, yep. Yeah, mate, you, you do you. Al, can you give him a response back? I'd like you to bite me, please. Just have a bit of a, just attack. No, mate. I was going to say, Alan of old would. Alan of now is like, he's heard it more than enough. He's like, I don't care anymore. Tom's going to do it. No matter if I say nothing, he'll do it yep. anyway. Hey, Al, real, real, real. Ha, ha, no. You just grab the fishing line and snap it. <laughs> give you the finger. Here we go in the ring. Two powerhouses here. He's a big dude, but gun. Look at him there, too. Yeah, both, both dudes. Yeah. Oh, running. Is he going to hit him with his own maneuver? Yep. Oh, counter. Oh, busy chatting there to Sonny. Oh, Billy, what come the on, hell? mate. Holy shit, you... Oh, great counter. He tagged him. Didn't he? Running power yeah. slam. No, I don't think he did though. Did... New tag team champions. Listen to the crowd. Hmm. Yeah, it did look like Billy tapped his leg, but he missed him. Yeah. Clarence look Mason. Billy. Uh, Clarence uh, Mason punching air right mm. there. That is so Stokely. That is so similar to AEW today. That's crazy. I never put it together looking at that. Look, he even dresses in the suits like he does. Mm -hmm. Wrestling really does repeat itself as it generations does. go by. That's crazy. Yep. I'm no longer with you. Oh, poor Billy. Poor He's Rock like, Billy. I, I, did, I didn't get pinned. I, it wasn't me. Oh dear. Sonny's not happy. Acting like a pestilent child. Oh goodness. Money. Oh. Well, I don't think she really did, though. I think she did. You I reckon? I think she did. Yes. I like when this team was originally formed. Do you remember them with their big mustaches they had? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the original, like, smoking guns when they first became a team. Cowboy wannabes. Hey, but I'm a baby. I'm a real cowboy. Look, I'm going to do the two-step. Watch, I'm doing the two-step. 
Watch me. Do it. Oh, she broke it. And I have had it. You two are fired, she says, Elle. Billy Is Billy running after her? Say, I'm sorry, baby. Come back to me. Get so, away from me. So you would say she was managing what? Farouk and the, the guns in? Well, if you got gold, Sonny was around. Hmm. She had to make that pay, paycheck a little bit more. Ooh. Oh. Oh, yes. Is cool. Brings back what memories of the baller room brawl that uh, yes. what mankind had with Taker. I believe it was at SummerSlam in August, the very first boiler room brawl. Yes. That scar on his arm of, for Mick. It's always. Oh, the rise well, we, of the skin uh, there. We covered that one. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. King of the Deathmatch. Yeah, we covered that, guys. I think it was the inaugural episode of Oh My God, Season 1. The um, IWA, um, what is it? King, King of the, the Deathmatch Death Final. Yeah, Funk and Foley and just the barb. What was it? Time Bomb Deathmatch Barbed Wired Rope. Like, it has a massive title. Yeah. Yeah, then... Uh... AEW tried to give it a go. And it was absolutely dog beautiful. Shit. No, complete opposite Be- view. Beautiful dog shit, but then we can agree on. I'm like, oh, wow, look at Mox and Kingston. Oh, wow, he's his friend. Don't worry about the pirate. Don't worry about that. Oh, look at the unity. That's what I thought. I think back at it, it's just cringe. It is. Because he's like, poor um, Scalibur. He's trying everything mm. to sell it. Oh! You can just like, imagine what was Kingston saying to Mox. Like, shoot, dude, do you see what's going on right now? No, just lie still. Well, I think it was actually meant to be like that. I don't think they were actually going to legit explode anyone, especially on American soil. Mm. I mean, you could do it in other places, or, you know, in other companies. But in the in the world that we live in, we can't do that. You can't do that now. Well, that was during COVID, so they could have done something at least big. But it just like, did, didn't you guys run this before the show started? Didn't you trial it out? First? And then we blew or... up the arena. We set the arena on fire. Tony kind of like he likes to burn money. Well, he owns the stadium, so yeah, it's a ta- it's a write off. Mm. The Burger King right here with the Maccas. Oh, goddamn! Look at that coat there from Henry. American flag. Yep. Now oh, this happened on the free for all. Look at that! I could see you rocking that with Australia, right? Uh, mine would be a bit of a combination of yeah. uh, of our colours, Australia, a uh, bit of the Indigenous in, uh, Aboriginal style uh, of the flag as well too, and the Torres Strait Islander. Uh, that would be fine. I'll give you that would be my get up. So this is the, uh, what, uh, Mark Henry's official very first match in the World Wrestling Federation, and he's going against a legend. You now over there in Memphis, you know, announcer, and now still wrestling at this time period, we've got Jerry the King Lawyer. Well, Mark Henry's first match going into the ring with the legend of Jerry Lawyer, it's a great idea. He's going to be looked after. It's not a long one, I think, from my notes here. I've got it as five minutes and 13 seconds. So it's, you know, they could have gone an hour. I wish it was an hour, you know, but who knows? Not Henry. 
maybe maybe during a lawyer back in the day, definitely for sure, he'd be having matches like that with the Jarrods. Oh God! Somebody's gonna get the ass ass licked. (laughs) Three six mafia. That was a scary time with Mark Henry. He was so good. Mm. Loved it. What was he called back then? It was the Silverback. Silverback. Went on to become what world heavyweight champion, beating Orton by like absolute surprise. Like no one thought he would do it. And it's like, wait a minute, Henry just pinned Orton. He's the world champion. What? Mm-hmm. And probably more recently, he was known for that that, well, that spot where he turned on Cena when he did that fake retirement and that big the massive salmon. pink suit. Yeah. The and then salmon what, jacket. Turns on uh, Cena and goes after him for the belt. It's mm. good. It's good times. And now we just shouts on AEW, it's time for the main event. It's time for the main event. Uh, look at both, uh, both screens. So yeah. you do watch, look at you, you do watch this shit. I don't watch this shit, I see it on Twitter. Uh, I'm one of those losers that's on Twitter all the time. You do a quick look at it for 20 seconds and then scroll. Next. Next. What else is there? What else is going on? Hmm. Have you seen the gift that's been going around recently? Of because um, just recently, guys, a couple of uh, was it two days ago? Whenever this show comes up, we just recently lost the Queen. Queen of England has passed, and we are going to get the King. King Charles is going to be taking over very soon over the Commonwealth, over the Commonwealth of people. So that's including Australia down here. Uh, but I saw a great video. Of us when Mark Henry at one time was having relations with Mae Young, and someone's actually put uh, the text under when uh, Biggie Biggie Smalls uh, finds out that the the Queen of England Elizabeth um, arrives to heaven, and it's pretty much the um, Mark Henry alongside in bed with Mae Young, she's smoking a cigar. So whatever is going on, how whatever he- heaven is, right there now, the visual of Biggie Smalls and Queen Elizabeth are going at it. And it's funny in this world how many memes came out, you know, with that. Like the one I saw of, what is it, uh, King Charles with the Money in the Bank briefcase? And it's like, what? Like, and it's him running. He's about to cash in. And you're like, what are we doing in this world, guys? Do, is it, are we desensitized to death that we make humor? And sometimes they say, you know, laughter is the best medicine. Maybe that's how some people deal with a trauma or, you know, a loss is to have a funny joke. And I said to my wife, you know, when I die and have a funeral, I don't want it to be sad. Yes. You know, I want to see it in my life celebrated. You know, I want people laughing. I want people having a good time. I don't want it to be everyone sad and going, oh, we miss out. Like, I've had a good life, you know. Mm -hmm. You and I both have great families, great community. You know, I don't want to be sitting there feeling sad for me. But exactly. it is funny that in this world now, like it's just meme after meme after meme of the, you know, of of you know the queen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know because you don't have um, TikTok, do you? No, I don't. No. Well, it was like not even like two hours of pass her passing. TikTok blew up with some great videos of people basically like Queen Elizabeth would be the person like pretending to be. Queen Elizabeth, and then rocking up to the Burley Gates, and then as she's standing there, she's like, or oh, the person pretending to be Queen Elizabeth, is like, oh look, this place looks really nice, and then um, the person then underneath would have Princess Diana, 
and then looking towards the Queen, and then the music from uh, Gangster's Paradise playing in the background. So, they, and they didn't muck around. People were just instantly boom, 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 content after content. Twitter was a thing too. It was, everyone was coming out with these types of memes, and it was unbelievable. Well, she got to 96. Do you reckon you'll get to 96? No, no, no. I'm not making it that far. 46? I hope so. <laughs> Shit, man, I'm only going to a few more years if that's the case. If I can at least make it... Oh, Jesus. Jesus, King. What the hell? That was almost like neck and head first. Mark, what are you, what are you about to say himself. about your age? Yeah, if I'm happy to make it to 80, I don't want to be around when someone has to wipe my ass for me. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that for anybody. Jesus Christ. He flew. And he missed the mass. That's that's he the did. carpeted like concrete on concrete. the side there. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Well, what's he got here? Is it the brass knucks? Yep. Power of the punch? The weighted uh Oh test of strength here. What's he is he is it in his right hand, is it, or is it in oh, his right the jaw? Oh, he's holding something, is he? Yes, yeah, it's always sort of like the weighted brick that something, or not a brick, but more like a some type of power of the punch knucks. Mm. Um, yeah, I reckon I, I would love to get to, you know to my eighties. I, I, again, I don't want someone having. I don't want to be bedridden Fuck and that. having someone have to do everything for me. And we made yep. a joke last month with you know help daddy with his bed sores. I get daddy wipe. I don't want that. You know, I don't want to have someone have to do that for me. Um, yeah, but 98, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good innings. Yes. Good on it. But yeah, for me, no, no, no. Happily to make it in my eighties and yeah, just go for a sleep. Peacefully. Mm. We're going for a power bomb. Oh shit. Look at this for a pole driver. Oh my God. Oh, it's, um, it's like a de- he just deadlifted him. Look at that. And he tapped yeah, gently. Out. Oh, shit. Mark Henry. He lifted Somebody. King like he was nothing then when he picked him up. Sexual baby. Oh. <laughs> with the big smile. I'm going to be alone with you. Oh. Sexual chocolate. Oh. But like the, that's like two different extremes with the gimmick. Like from like happy smiley guy, sexual chocolate, to like nuts, silverback, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to rip your head off and shit down your throat. Was that Leif Cassidy? Money I believe. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. It was Al, uh, that was uh, Al Snow. Now he's Money Janetti. Wee, boom. You see that in the back there where uh, ECW was sitting. Ooh. It's now got three new guys there. Yep. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. There he is. The game. The game. The boss. Yeah, again, Hunter's one of my absolute favourites, you know. Yep. All the best with WWE. I I have oh heard potential talks of Hunter wanting to do more independent stuff with other promotions as well. Cool. Yeah, it's all about growing the sports, so. Jesus, Henry, make it an impact. Yeah, big time. Yeah, Manu Giannini's doing a, a squash spot on, um, on pay-per-view, and then Shawn Michaels is uh, in the main event. <laughs> <laughs> one's, one on free for, one's on the free like the other, and one's on the main event. <laughs> oh shit! 
Look at that, man. Just the real press with man. ease. Whoop. This was, I think, that at this time it was like King, the King's Court. That was um, Jerry Lawyer had his own. Um, I actually think you're right statement. because I, I have memories of Survivor Series that year of King actually being in a match with that, like a team against Henry. Yep. I'm gonna have a quick look though. I think you're yep. right. The King's Court. Mark Henry gets some uh, fireworks. So let's pull up the Survivor Series card. So I've got it here. It was... Let's see if that match actually did happen. No, it didn't. So Hunter teamed up with Jerry Laura, Goldust, and Crush against yes. the Stalker, Rocky Maravilla, Mark Barrow, and Jake Roberts. Yeah, it was uh, Rock's hmm. first match, wasn't it? Yeah, it's true, because it was uh, Mike Square Garden, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Buried Alive Undertaker versus... Mankind. Yeah, so that's the main event of In Your House uh, 11, which was actually October the next month. So there they are already announcing the next show. But again, you know, it could have been for the championship if Foley wins the title tonight. I think how they did that, they pretty much just told you straight there, no, 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 no. Mankind's losing tonight. Yeah. Shawn Michaels winning. Because we're moving straight to the mankind, sorry, mankind Undertaker gimmick. That's what's mm. going on. So that girl's all dressed up as Sean there in the back. Yeah, that's the classic. Um, and uh, at this time, um, Mister Perfect was not wrestling. He had that Lloyd's of London deal, where basically he's like, "No, no, no, I'm not wrestling anymore. I'm." Um, Wrestling thing is not my gimmick anymore. I'm uh, I'm happy being comment. I'm going to do some commentary until I go over to WCW, mind you. I'm going to make some cash. Yeah, what he did, his stuff there with like the Horsemen and what joined the NWO at some point, became United States champion. Well, he betrayed the Horsemen. Mm. He turned his back on Ric Flair in a tag team match and joined up with them. Oh, that's right. That was a fraud brawl, wasn't it? The War Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and joined the NWO. Yeah. Yeah, very heartbreaking because he took Arn's spot. He, oh, this uh, was this was that show, wasn't it? Uh, Beware of Dog when it, the power went out. Cyclone. Yeah, took out the entire, and they had to um, go back and redo matches. And yeah, because um, yeah. there was Beware, there was Beware of Dog, and then there was like a few days later, Beware of Dog Two, where they taped like three or four extras, and then they merged into one show. If you do watch it on the network. Yep. Yep. Holy crap. Just choke saying him on the stairs. Nothing but ass that was. Yeah. Look at that stuff there. I I miss the fiend. The yeah. fiend used to do this type of shit. It was so good. Holy That's... crap. On the pipes, man. Mm-hmm. You're not me. Oh, so it was SummerSlam where Bear returned. Yes. Yeah. Because actually, I thought the Boiler Room Brawl ended actually in the backstage area. I didn't know they came to the ring. No, they came to the ring. That's how the match ended. Yeah. And it looks like they something must have happened because they completely cut 
um, gold uh, dusters um, entrance here. Mm. It was like when the package was playing, he was already making his way to the ring. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting shot from the cameraman there of Marlena. What are you trying to do? Armpit shot. I don't. I, oh, he's like bending down. Yeah. I need to say it. Look at that blonde wig, eh? On who? Gold dust. Yeah. Okay. I'm not looking at gold dust, bro. So what would you say, like, this relationship is? Like, he's an actor, she's an actress as well? Is that... Yeah. And they've got their their common love is for the theatre, for the theatrical. Hmm. Yeah, because she used to have her own Marlena chair, didn't she, as well? It used to sometimes be at ringside, the actor's chair. And then she would get up and then, I think... Who did... Goldust had a match with somebody... And then Melina got up one time and undid her dress and exposed her uh, her breasts, and the whole place exploded. Uh, I, I, when I use that word loosely, sorry for using that word. Good God! Um, but yeah, but again, she had her um, nipples covered, but the whole place was like, "Oh my God!" And you know that served as a, a distraction for whoever Goldust was wrestling, and got the W. That's like, again, it happened last week with what Matt Cardona's wife, what Chelsea Green did that in that GCW show. Mm-hmm. She had the, uh, the the tape on and she pulled the top down to distract the opponent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just wrestling, just, you know, rehashing. Mm. The Undertaker, the dead man. This is cool. Why did you do more of that? Was that no coat and no hat as well? And just did that, and then yeah. went rise. Off we go. And man, how much it. taker have we had on this podcast too? Yeah. Well, mind you, we have had Glenn Jacobs on this show tonight. If if you go with the law, mm. yes, we know it was Diesel, but we actually did have Glenn Jacobs, Kane, on this show tonight. And it would be another full year before we end up debuting this game. Oh, that was a big leg drop. That was. <laughs> One, two, three. That's it. Good night, everyone. Da, 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 da. I don't know what's Bret Hart's song. I don't know. He uses Hulk Hogan's move, but has Bret Hart's song. Yep. See, there's that camera angle again. See? Starts at the head and just bends down. Yep. This cameraman knows what he's doing. He's got Vince in his ear telling him. God damn it, get right into those shots. God damn it, you hear me? So this is the second time that we've actually had uh, Goldust and The Undertaker on In Your House. I believe one of them was the casket match, which is what you saw in that video package there. And that was actually a casket match for the Intercontinental Championship because Goldust was champion at the time. And that's where we had, yeah, Mankind put the Manimal Claw on, Taker goes in, and Goldust beats him. And now we get them, what, Goldust Taker 2. Yes. Here at another In Your House. The final curtain. Mm. But all I'm excited for, guys, is, you know, maybe we cover it this year. We'll see how we go. If we can draw it from the TVK Lost and Found was we had eventually at In Your House 12, we had Taker <laughs> and the Executioner. Went one-on-one in a Armageddon rules match. Armageddon rules match, guys. Mm. 
very, very interesting. Yes, that was known for, uh, I think it was either buried alive or one of the shows or something like that. Executioner slipping over on all this yeah. water at the side. And I'm like, what a time this is of gimmicks. Mankind, Goldark, Executioner, and Bear. And, yeah. Marlena's chair is actually there, but she's not using it. Is it near the side, near the stairs, is it? Yep, just where um, Sandman and Dreamer were. Mm. And watching her smoke the cigar and watching anyone smoking indoors these days is very rare to see. Mm. Are you a Gold Dust fan or a Dustin fan? Both. Mm. both. I, I, I both enjoy both characters, and I'm still glad that he's going strong today. The man has gone through some personal stuff and has risen from the ashes and come back as a better man. And it's so good to see. He's a great follower on both uh, Instagram and Twitter, um, old Dustin. Yeah, he recently what took on Cesaro, eh? Or Claudio for the... Uh, Claudio Yeah. And they had a great He's got tax, Al. He's got tax. No. Probably some... Um, Oh, the worst thing on the planet. Mm -hmm. Golden glitter. Look at that shot. Oh. That's cool. <laughs> just doesn't say a word. It's just all the facial. He touched me. Oh, shit. Yep. Jesus Christ. It looked like rice from a wedding. <laughs> I would rather take rice to the eyes than golden glitter. Mm. Just Man, gets, in, gets into all the little crevices on the eyeball. <laughs> Yeah, F that noise. <laughs> Referee, just leave the ring. <laughs> Stand outside. No. Nah. Oh. It's choking. And he yeah. goes for the eyes, too. I would say, like, you think of the gimmicks, you know, Gold Dust, he was also seven in WCW, which we've covered when we watched uh, Starcade 99, where it was Dustin Rhodes versus Jeff Jarrett in one of their bunkhouse matches. We've also covered Black Rain. When he was a uh, black rain in TNA, when we did the what was it, our Christmas impact, where it was a fatal four way like hardcore matchup, and he's pretty big in his weight, and that was after his WWE tenure. And uh, yeah, he was not his best there, he was a very, very stocky fella. Sorry to interrupt, we'll go right back to what you were saying. Goldust ramming the eyeball of the Undertaker into the uh, steps. Mm reminiscing of what happened a couple of years ago between the Mysterio, Ray Mysterio and Seth Rollins. Yeah. And he's also, what, shoving more glitter in by pushing the eye further <sighs> into the corner of the step. Yes. And the difference is, guys, as Alan said, Mysterio's eye did come out on paper. Yes, it did. It yeah. did. Yep. I remember the announcement. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's out. Stop it. It's, it's out. out. It's out. Stop it. They stopped the damn match. And that, that, was, um, that was the Thunderdome, that one, too. We haven't done any Thunderdome. We should do some. We should. Yeah. We should. So anyway, you're going back to old Dustin. Oh, just saying, like, the Black Rain time, it was just, he wasn't his best in TNA. He had a couple of matches, but he was such a big dude with his weight. Mm -hmm. And it's good to see, as you said, you know, he's a healthy fella now, and I think he would be a great coach, you know, backstage for the talent. I always wondered you know, with Cody leaving, how that relationship would go. And it never seemed like he was going out the door. You know, even though Cody's gone, he's like, well, I'm still here. You know, this is my home now and I'm going to probably end my career here. Um, I, um, yeah. 
I he'll probably end his career in AEW, then he'll come over to WWF or E, and he would be a trainer. He'll walk. He'll work alongside the likes of Shawn Michaels and the wrestlers that we watched at this time, and help the young talent. No, Possibly. I agree. I agree. He's you know he's very good on the mic. Plays a lot of different characters. It's kind of like a regal. You know they've been around for a long time. They fought the veterans. They fought the young guys. They understand the business. It's not always about being on top. It's about making the next generation come up. And talking about Regal, like I watched a recent NXT from a few years ago of Cesaro versus Regal. And it was a show where that was the only match on the whole NXT one-hour show. Cesaro versus Regal from 2013 December. Really good match. I know exactly the same match you're talking about there. It's fantastic. Mm. Uh, I think it was at one time free on YouTube. I actually remember watching it. It was fantastic. And I would say from memory, that's probably one of his last matches because I kind of like don't know what he did after that. He just became the GM character you yes. know, moving forward. So. Yes. He's still going for those eyes. Oh, God. Just pushing the glitter further in, further in. Into the pores, into the eyes, into the nostrils. And even oh, Terry, like we haven't we haven't done a lot of Terry, have we? I'd like to. <sighs> Come on, man, you can't set up shit like that without me going fish line and hook line or sinker. Thank you, Tom. Ding. Thank you. Ding. Get a free cookie. She's trying to get in the ring here. Yes, please. He's got some good offense. Like, Taker's actually selling quite well for Goldust in this one. Oh, look out. Okay. Oh, just, oh, just grabbing that dick did, there. Did he just squeeze? He squeezed, he squeezed then. He squeezed it he then. Squoze, he squeezed, squeezed it. Squeezed his What's he the correct word? Is it? If you're talking about past tense, he squeezed. Yeah, squeezed, squeezed. not squeezed. But, um... Undertaker about to squeeze him as well, too. I love the Undertaker just probably did the same thing back at him. But again, grabs his <laughs> dick and then punches it. What, back pop, in the pop, old pop, games pop, where you steal their taunt? Yeah, still yeah. the Undertaker doing the whole... <sighs> oh, the question the, about uh... gaming, do you have 2K22? Yep. Okay, I was actually going to buy it. It's on. It's actually half price on the PlayStation store. I was going to ask, what, yep. what's your view? Is that worth That's the cost? How I do it's it. about That's 50 how I do bucks. It. Is it worth it? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's worth it. It's good fun. Hmm. I might the, check it uh, out. Show showcase with, with the Mysterio um, is fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah, the it's... standard version. It's not the season pass. It's just the game itself. Instead of being ninety nine, it's fifty three. I think. Yeah. Wait uh, a couple of months. I give it more. Give it about another, oh, flying lariat. Awesome. I give it about another two or three months, and the season pass will become much much cheaper. Mm. And then you could download and be Logan Paul. I could do Logan Paul versus Jake Paul. No, Logan Paul, uh, Jake, mate, yeah. Logan Paul versus Machine Gun Kelly. <sighs> Look out, WrestleMania, eh? He, he, it's in it. He's in it. Mm. And the um, oh, top rope. Oh, look at this here. Look at this. Gee, center of the ring. He looked after him there. 
Well, Taker's looking tired too. Like he's had a real beating. Yeah. His face is just all twinkling. Yeah. It and I, I would imagine the uh, that glitter is going to be there all night. <laughs> I've had four showers and it just won't come out. And you're going to find it in every nook and cranny. See, look at, look at this here. version. Look at this. Ah, spikes him. Drops him. Drops him like cro- a bad habit. Cross the chest. One. Awesome. The eyes are rolling in the back of the head. The ginger coming out of his hair. That's fantastic. <laughs> There's so much glitter. Uh-huh. I can't see it's all these tats. Can't see straight. <laughs> all I Vince, see is gold. Vince, that was a shit idea, mate. No, next time, no. Yep. No. The dead man defeats the the enigma, the bizarre one, gold dust. Oh, good man. Poor Jimmy was like, what do you want me to do? I'll leave. Okay, go. <laughs> what are you doing? I have to hold your hand up. Take, okay. No, he's out. So we're all just leaving. All right, I'll go with you guys. <laughs> Timmy was like, what are you guys doing after the show? You want to come with it? <laughs> twinkle, yeah, twinkle. That's a good... <laughs> he's, uh, he's rolling his eyes back, which is even pushing it further back oh, behind that. the eye. <laughs> like bloody cornier stuff now. He's, and, and from this day, Taker still sees glitter. He's still in the behind of his corneas of his eyes. The Undertaker. Purple gloves and all. That's cool. Look at that. Hell yeah. Mm. One of my favorite ones was the uh, the one where he won the title. WrestleMania 17. Oh, no, uh, 13. 13. I mean, it's Sid. Yeah, awesome visual. The big, you know, the old gold belt. Looks very That's cool. That's a fantastic pay-per-view in itself. Mm. See, shit. 1997, 1998, it was uh, a good time in wrestling. But even like that first part of the year, it just was such chop and change because what, Sean lost his smile, gave the belt up, and then you had what, In Your House Fatal 4, which was like an over-the-top rope match for the championship, and Sid won the belt, and then you got Sid and Taker at WrestleMania, and all these matches changed. Like, is it going to be Brett versus Austin? No, we got Brett Austin with Shamrock as the ref, and then we had Sid and Taker, and then Sean came back, and talking of Sean, here he is. Now, this is the worst Sean Michaels promo of all time. Watch him at the end of it. I want to talk about this with you. Yeah, I watched this a few weeks ago, and it's like he doesn't know what he's trying to say. Like, is he? he's trying to say it's a threat, but I'm okay. Like, he's really shaken up. I don't I really understand where he's trying to take it. I can have earrings too. A couple of danglies. You could almost attach them to each other. You could, but that'd be dangerous. So one's got one little centre bit, and the other one's got two. Look at it. Look, yeah, look at the, the left side. <laughs> I think they do. I think they do connect. I think you're right there. Kevin Kelly's trying his hardest here. You need to expand, Sean, on how you're feeling. He's looking in the back there. He's looking at Bruce. He's looking probably at Vince, who's running this promo at this time. I don't know what you want me. What else do you want me to say? <laughs> Whacked as days long. I would love to get a hat like that. You could get it. 
Mm. You look like a steampunk uh, rock girl, but go for it. <laughs> go to a bikey shop, kind of get one leather hat, and then go over one to Harris, hat. go over to Harvey Norman, get some tinsel and sew it all together. How you going, darling? No, That's work. No. no, you can go to Harris Scarf. Your choice. Wife finishes work, comes in, goes, what are you doing? Just there with a needle, just sewing my hat. Hey, <laughs> you're, hey, hey, you're home hey. early, darling. Now watch him. Watch him. Watch him. What the fuck did I just do? What the f- Boy, yeah, he It's is like nervous. he was like, is that it? Like, I'm, I, yes, I, I the, shat on what it. What the fuck was that. it? I just shit the bed on that one. <laughs> Took a big old Stevie dump on the carpet. Oh, shit. And I stepped on it, not once, but twice. One with socks on, one without socks on. And I could feel it between my big toe. Why have we got this big ass casket? Speaking of big asses. Oh, yes! Smell it! And it's time, for the, what, uh, it's time for the main event, eh? It's time for the main event, Undertaker! That's a big ass casket. Oh, yes! No, he's a great talent bearer. Oh, of course he is, Percy. Still one of the weirdest things was that Great American Bash one. You know, when he goes buried no in Undertaker. the concrete cement thing against the Dudleys. I was like, what is that? Okay. Trying to do something different it. on SmackDown. Yeah, and he take it, walks up and, sorry, and then pulls the lever and you're like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah, it didn't really make a lick of sense. Yeah. Because it sort of turned him heel, but then the next time on SmackDown, he was a good guy. Yeah, well, like, when he pulls the lever, like, people are booing, and then it's like, yeah. oh, but it's Taker, so you, we like him. Yeah. Oh, look out. Mankind. With a massive chunk of hair missing there on his right side. Big Foley. Mrs. Foley's baby boy. You just oh, kick Sean's pro, uh, pyro there. Just gets on his knees, starts posing. <laughs> trying to do it. Where's my pyro? I want to be sexy boy. I want to be a sexy boy, please. Get him hugging the actual hair. I love it. It's like a baby. <laughs> it's like a big baby. Like, give me my toy. I want to hold it. Yeah. I would say that there's like a toy. That's like a kid with his toy. It's a comfort thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I want my comfort. This is my comfort thing. Yeah. He's already covered in glitter already, too. <laughs> didn't we, sweep. Didn't sweep. No one sweeped. Here he comes, the World Wrestling Federation champion, the sexy boy, eh, Al? Did you see the dude with the blonde hair with the Shawn Michaels uh, sort of um, ironed on top of his eye? As soon as he saw the camera, he was like, yeah. <laughs> I saw a lot of myself there. It is two sexy boys right here. Shawn Michaels coming down to... Jose Lothario's theme song. And also the number one contender for the WWE title after defeating Jim Cornette earlier tonight, guys. Did you see what that woman had there on that sign? Playgirls, Playgirls, Playmate, Ah, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, it was the 96 year that he did the photo shoot. With the WWE title uh, covering the the cockle area. And that was recently redone as well with uh, Mandy Rose doing it with the UK and the Women's Championship on NXT. Yes, sir. And See, look at no. look at the complexities, how different these two are. Mm-hmm. 
like such different characters, such different mm-hmm. people, and like their mm-hmm. physical appearance. Mm-hmm. One used to eat worms in high school. The other one used to get laid in high school. You guys figure out which one did and get back to us. <laughs> Number one click, chick. It'd be weird if it was, if it was a guy holding the sign, but... <laughs> you know? It's just a sexy boy. And comparing to uh, Taker, we've had so much Mankind as well. We've had Cactus. We've had Mick Foley. We've never had Dude Love. I don't, oh, actually, no, we did when we covered the Rumble earlier this year. Mm-hmm. So we've actually done all three faces of Foley. We have. It's Foley's time in TNA. Don't forget that either. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when he was, what, world champion, eh? That's right. All right, guys, if you're wanting to sync up, I'm at one twenty twenty four on the clock, and this yes. is our main event. It's the longest match. I think it's just over 20 minutes long. Yes. And this is considered by many uh, one of mankind's greatest matches. You know, even Mick himself has said it's one of his absolute favorites. This is a great yes. match from memory. Some nice in ring action, a little bit of hardcore stuff towards the middle way through. It's a very, very good match. We do see a, a, a bit of a hardcore side come out of Shawn Michaels in this match because he pretty much, any by any means necessary, to take down Mick Foley, mankind. Hmm. And it's like, you know, it is a styles clash, but Mick, like, he's, look how fit he even looks there. Like, he actually puts on a good scrap. He doesn't yes. seem limited. Like, he knows that Sean's going to be moving quick. And Foley, that, you know, is up there with him. That clothesline is, that over-the-top rope is crazy shit. But he, he also does with it with, he does it with his less strong hand, too. That's right. his left arm, yeah. Here we go. Oh, shit. There goes the we're padding. Gonna, we're going to get a bit extreme. Oh. That's cool. <laughs> the stomp. Coup de gras. One more. And listen to the crowd. Loving it. And that's kids and women mm. and, and guys. Everyone just enjoying it. Well, like you kind of compare the product, you know, over there in WCW, you got Hogan, you know, a guy that was a huge star when Sean wasn't even, you know, rising up the ranks, you know, and you Sean know, Sean's the, the star now. Yeah. Look at all that glitter. Someone could go to the top right. No, no. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Let's see. Any means necessary. Well, let's actually, I'm going to load up WCW September. Let's see what occurred in that on the opposite side. So we had on September 15th, so the weekend before this card, we had Fraubrawl 1996 War Games. Uh, your matches included DDP versus Chavo Guerrero. Ice Train oh, with Chavo. Teddy Long defeats Scott Norton in a submission match. Ooh. We had Conan with Jimmy Hart successfully defend the AAA Heavyweight Championship against Juventud Guerrero. That's when Conan was part of the Dungeon of Doom. We had an almost 15-minute scrap between Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho. Ooh, wow, nice. We had Rey Mysterio successfully defend the Cruiserweight Championship. We had Harlem Heat defend their titles against the Nasty Boys. Ooh. Co-main event, the Giant defeats Randy Savage. And in the main event, Team NWO, Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and NWO Sting 
with Ted Biasi defeat Team WCW, which is Rick uh, Rick Flair, Lex Luger, Arn Anderson, and the Real Sting. Yeah, Horseman. Hmm. Yeah, McFoley just skipped out of the ring right there and he landed quite hard on the concrete. And just Using... noticed our, uh, our favourite referee, Al. Earl Hebner. Mm. Love you, Earl. That camera shot. Nice. Is that camera, what, inside the top what, uh, post, middle, is it? Middle, um, yeah, middle uh, turnbuckle right there. Come on, come on, Undertaker. Come on, Magan. You need to win the championship. These punches, man. I love these punches. Nope. Mm. Whom. Whom. Michael's face is just awesome. It's like, how the fuck do I take this guy out? I need to defeat him. I did a shitty-ass promo. I need to have a good match. (laughs) But even, like, you know, styles make fights sometimes. Like, you know, this is a really good scrap, but then you compare, what, HBK Vader. From a few months earlier, like they just couldn't work that match. Vader just didn't know what he was doing. Remember that spot when Sean does the elbow drop and lands yeah. on his feet, and it's like Vader, you meant to move, and then stomps him on his head. Like, dude, move! This is shit. There, interesting how you're saying that. Very similar thing there too. Shawn Michaels went over to the top middle rope, and I think he was meant to jump off, but Foley mm. didn't come over. So they both sort of took a shot at each other and started smacking each other. And then Foley went for a double leg takedown. And then they went into this maneuver. Yeah, some so, of it looked quite legit. So maybe it's like Foley, like, hey, I'll hold you down for a second. Hey, sorry about that. Slow it down. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Let's kind of let's keep moving. Yeah, Sean did look pissed, though. Yeah, he did. And again, this is a time where Michaels was um, at very particular about his matches. Um, and you just saying about, about Vader, you know, he did not like working with Vader. Vader was. Um, a very he was very rough. It was real to him, damn it. Even that kick in the head there it was like, God damn. Jesus, look at that one by Foley. Just forearms him. That was beautiful. Mm. And he's using the um, the metal claw too. Yeah. Well, this is way before soccer, eh? It's like three or four years before soccer even came out. Which I kind of like. I like the pre-Socko Foley, because this is heel Mankind. This is Mankind. Yeah. Is. Oh, here we go. Because when I kind of started watching it with you in the 90, what, mid-98, look at Sean. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, when we started watching it in 98, you know, Foley was you know, a good guy. You know, coming yeah. out of there with a corporation, he was the face, and oh, shit, here we go. Um, Hugo telling um, Mankind off for taking the table away from him. Give watch it back this, watch to this. Us. Oh shit, man! That's yep. how you fuck up your knee and your ankles. That was his left leg just slamming on those stairs, and the crowd's going wild for it too. Yeah, beat up the mentally disabled man. Here we go. Watch this. Oh shit! Yep. Ooh. Nice. Oh. Earl nearly got knocked then. Yeah, move. Yeah, this is Michael's now. Any means necessary. If I can't take him down, I'm going to chop the chop him down, take his legs out. Yeah, this is like it's like he turns up the the volume here. He goes really from being you know in ring, bit technical. It's like okay, 
I've tried that. That's not working. It's time to pull the stops out now and start fighting. Now I'm going to hurt this guy. He's coming for my title. I need to take him down. Which, from memory, I don't remember Sean much at this time being like that. No. Who made him fight like this? Like, you know, yeah, the ladder match with Razor, you know, maybe the good friends, better enemies with, you know, Nash, you know, from In Your House. But this is a look at that. He just smacked Earl. Yes, he did. Going to be heel. Mm. And even JR saying, you know, stupid move. Yeah. Again, JR at this time is the heel, the heel commentator. Which is weird. It was a very strange time. So you would say what? JR's the heel, Vince is the clean cut baby face, and what perfect in the middle? The wrestler. The wrestler yeah. that knows what's it like to be in the ring. Hmm. Ooh, oh, dragon screw, very nice. Dragon screw leg whip. Gonna get a bit technical here. Here we go. I'm going some old school here. Going old school here. Listen to the woos. And you being a big fan there of Foley, does he talk about this match in any of his books? I don't think he particularly does. He he spoke about how he said to Shawn Michaels at the the actual gimmick of. Do love is pretty much what he wanted to be. He looked at Shawn Michaels as, you know, this is what Foley wanted to be in high school. You know, the pretty boy who got all the chicks, but the gimmick of mankind was, you know, the freak that used to eat worms and no one ever gave him a, a lick of a day or any stuff like that. So I think basically how he's depicted as uh, Drew Love is his homage to Shawn Michaels. Yeah. yeah, and you're not really a big fan, hey, of Dead Love? I don't think it was his best gimmick he did. I mean, he, he did what he could. Um, it, it was just, a, it was just, it didn't suit him well. I mean, yes, it was his gimmick that he used when he was doing his independence, but when he was doing uh, his, you know, he's in his WWE stuff, I always knew, I always enjoyed watching his Mankind stuff and his Cactus stuff. Yeah, well, you think of his ECW promos, you know, when he was Cactus Jack there, cutting those really personal ones with, you know, Dreamer and Funk and... Kate Dewey. Yeah, spitting on the tag title from WCW and, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, you think, like, when he became Dude Love, he was, like, wearing a suit and tie and coming out there to help Vince McMahon and he was, like, little Vince's lackey and... Yeah, Vince's bitch boy. That's what he was becoming. Mm. But again, he was a heel. And Foley can do both. Feel Foley can, man, geez, well done there, Sean. Percy Pring was about to have a heart attack. Oh, look at that! Great counter there. Nice. There was some more gold dust tinsel in. Yeah, there's a lot that just jumped off the uh, off the mat there. I forgot that uh, Jose Lotharia was out there. You think it is that dude? Yeah, it's like who's the <laughs> random ah uh, Jose. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Look, look at this. Yeah, I love this. Give me my spike. The spike. What? That's so cool. So he's saying that his knee possibly hyperextended from the drop kick. I want to just, I've got no feeling back. Let's stab it. It's great stuff. Mm. It's up there like with Sabu. Remember, he was like that in ECW. You know, yeah, punching but, his shoulder back in and punching his kneecap back in. Sabu's Sabu shit that he was doing was, was legit. 
Yeah. I think Foley here is basically just playing with the gimmick. Yeah. You know, that I will do anything in my power to become champion to destroy the pretty boy Shawn Michaels. So I will actually, you know, numb my leg so I can ignore the pain and get the win. Yeah, we got Sabu actually stabbing himself and putting glue into his cuts and using, you know, what is it, football style tape yeah. on his head yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, just yeah. to move on to, to get that, to make sure that everyone got a 10 to 15 minute match out of him. Just unbelievable. Oh. I'd always think too, like, you know, even talking about this time period, you know, that he was wrestling there as well. And the competition was, you know, Eddie Guerrero. And I always would have loved to have seen a Guerrero versus Sean match. Like that's one of my dream matches. I wish I saw that. And supposedly that was the word, you know, going into mania the year before he passed, they were going to do HBK Guerrero at that year's WrestleMania, but never got to see it. But that's definitely one of my dream matches. And what's yours for Sean? Oh, that one there. Definitely. Mm. Um, to see them, wrestle would have been fantastic um just trying to think of a, a talent from are we talking about wcw times are we talking about talent of today i would uh, just say generally like who's one opponent you would have loved to have seen sean wrestle i think of another one just in my head now i think you might guess the same but aj styles yeah 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 like the, just yeah. to have seen styles versus michaels and then there was that poster or something that someone made up with what Royal Rumble and it's got them face to face. And even AJ was tweeting that stuff out. And, you know, Sean was kind of already done by then, but that would have been a, you know, a great clash, you know, of Styles and even Taker in that whole documentary talking about seeing AJ and go, yep, that's, that's Sean. That's, I want to work with this guy. I want to do some great things. And, you know, it reminded him so much of HBK. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic to see those two. Michael, Shawn Michaels of, of here, 1997, mm. um, take on the likes of um, AJ Styles. But AJ Styles, when he was in his um, early days of TNA. Oh, the X-Division. Yeah. Yes. But then you can also have Shawn Michaels of 2002 take on the AJ when he sort of re-emerged into the WWE and he came back with the beard, with the beard, uh, sorry, with the goatee and the long hair. And he was like that man version of mm. himself. Yeah. So that would have been cool. Well, what about Foley? Dream match that we never got to have. I think we spoke about it maybe on a previous show, but I would always love to see he and the Fiend. Yeah. He and, Fiend, oh, not, Fiend or Bray? Both. Yeah. They're both similarities to each other. It would just be, God damn. Oh, three away. Oh, I love that. So much air time. It's like that reminds me of the delayed drop kick that Saban does in TNA. He gets all this air and then just comes in so sharp and quick. <clears throat> Go, so good. So good. Pushes the referee out of the way. Goes for another. Now, Bray and Foley, that would have been good because you could just imagine their promos, like talking back to each other and stuff like that. Like they don't need a mouthpiece, they can do it themselves. His mask oh, coming off here. Uh, I think it was tightening it. I think it was coming loose. Remember Foley even saying in a few interviews, like he used to hate wearing the mask as well. He used to get hot, used to get stinking, and yeah. Well, you're thinking you're wrestling oh. almost every night, <laughs> the sweat building up on your face, and you can't really just chuck it in the dryer. 
because then you don't want it to shrink on this leather. It'll then tighten and then snap. Well, exactly. That's what Le- uh, Leon uh, Vader did, and his mm. stuff always stank. His get his <laughs> his trunks stank. His mask stank. That's why everyone like, oh my god, I can't chuck it in the machine because it's going to shrink on me. Oh, I don't think Leon just didn't really care. As soon as he was done for the night, he threw him in the bag and then just, just left keeps it, in it there. on. <laughs> just keeps it on. Goes home, sleeps in it. But no, no, he would just take it off and leave it in the bag. Oh, this guy in the green shirt. What's that fella doing? He's fired up. Oh shit! Yep. Like, what was that dude? What was he yelling? Necessary. What was he yelling about that dude? You're a freak. You're a freak. Was he going for four? Leave sure? that boy alone. <laughs> Oh, fuck! Yeah. Well, they getting run the nose of the eyeball. Oh. oh, that's so similar to that spot when China threw him. Yes, remember that during the Hunter feud, he just went yes. just balls fall on over. Yeah, I think it was the match that um, when Hunter won the title. Oh yeah, what um ninety nine August mm-hmm. yeah. There's a fellow down there looking like Vince Russo in the next to the fellow in the white shirt. Well, I don't Sean, know if he was here then. He, he might have actually... With oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. That's cool. Very the cool. top of the ring post goes Foley. Well, I actually don't know if Russo was here at this time, if he was actually writing, because I know he left in 99. Well, wasn't he, was wasn't he? I think he was with um, JR. They were doing the... Um, the hotline. Yeah, he was also doing the magazine. He used to do yeah. what the what was it called? Was it not jacked? It was um the call in thing. Yeah. What was it called? Um God. Live oh live wire. Livewire. Yeah, you're on live wire. Oh bless his heart, he hung up. Oh uh, guys, if you haven't seen it, type in so JR Vince Russo Livewire and watch them take some really uncomfortable phone calls and just hang up on people. So good. Um Mr. Foley, uh Mr uh, sorry, uh, Mr uh Mr Mr. Russ, oh look, this this is how he oh, lost his ear. Look at that. This is how he lost his ear in Germany. Mm-hmm. And look at that, and the manable claw. I'm such choking a, to death, but I'm still going to choke you out. Such a dangerous, dangerous maneuver there. So, according to my notes, Russo started in '92 with the magazine, mm-hmm. but eventually became a writer in 1997. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's there now. But he wasn't writing things. But he probably still had, you know, involvement. You know, oh yeah, big views, So, so it says here he eventually prom- was promoted to WWE's creative team in 1996. So at this time, yes, he was there. Jesus Christ! Oh, who go? Who go down? See this guy there next to uh, Perfect. We've asked about who we, this guy is. I cannot find who he is. But he's always used to sit next to the commentary table, and I can't. Beard. Yeah, I don't know who he is though. Oh my god! The chair That's snapped. That's so good. Now he punched the chair. And look at this. That was on the hand. Yes. Percy is not helping mankind whatsoever. So he hit him in the knee, in the side, and then on the hand. Yep. Shit. He's taking out the mandible claw. He's biting him. (laughs) 
It was a great trip then. Yeah, it was. This is like what real Randy Orton style, you know, systematically breaking the body down, stand yeah, on what, the hands, stand on him, the feet. Watch him. He's doing it here. You, yeah. Definitely for so. Definitely. He's going to break his fingers. That was a kick in the dick there. Come on, ref. Come on, Earl. You're there, mate. Oh, you just tore, you just tore the fabric off. He did. Three yeah. fingers now. Yeah, see, I'm definitely a fan of this one over the Socko one. It's just like Socko was comedy, funny. I like this dirty, gritty mankind. Yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, we didn't have it for long. We got it for a few years. Yes. I swear to God, that looks like Vince Russo, that dude out the fr- at ringside. It might be, though. He yeah, might have wanted be. to get a front row seat because even that fellow like that Nick Khan dude that works yeah. for WWE would sometimes be in the crowd. You would see him sitting there, and it's like you know to see yeah. what it's see how people reacting. Shit, yep, up and over goes Sean. Yeah, it just makes you think of that spot in a couple of years, a couple, yeah, a couple of years time where he would uh, land on that uh, casket, the Yokozuma style casket, and fuck his back up. Yeah, we did that this year, side of the year. That was the um, the Rumble match against Taker. Yep, where he hits just on that corner of that casket, and then. Unfortunately, it would be the downfall of his career and his uh, his personal demons. And mm. Yeah, what he dropped the title to Austin and that's it. That's his last hurrah and didn't come back till he was a commissioner. He had his commissioner time and then that didn't work out and then he uh, had to find himself again. Look at that splat. Yeah, the, what then came back in, what, middle of 02 against yep. Hunter and... But you times. think they're like he's he wrestled for a number of years after that, like he went right up for another four or five years before what retiring to take a that mania twenty five I think it was. Mm-hmm. Look at this Basically. spinning neck breaker, very nice on the concrete. And that's the thing. Sometimes, like you know, we talk about legends coming back and trying to do one last match, and it's like that nut. Like, like Flair, Flair and Sean, classic Mania matchup. You know, I'm sorry, I love you, Superkick. That's a great memory and a visual. I cried, cried for hours when that first mm. happened. And then to see Flair recently, like, yeah, it was interesting. It brought clicks, but... It scared me. It was, yeah. Well, you and I talked about it. Did he die? Like, the few times, is he dead? Is he concussed? Is he unconscious? What's going on I, here? I got the pay-per-view. I watched the pay-per-view. I can go back and watch the pay-per-view anytime I want. And, oh, Butterfly DDT. Um, You know, legit, there's that spot where, at the end of the match, he's got a faraway stare. And you're like, man, did we just lose the nature boy? No, he was fine. He was okay. Yeah, and I was going to say, that's kind of like with uh, Sean's match. Sean with Hunter in uh, Crown Jewel. Like, I think of Taker ending Sean at Rainier, not the Crown Jewel match. You know, that was just an absolute cluster. What Hunter, blows his, Hunter blows his peck. Kane loses his mask. Sean doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it was for that cash grab. Mm. Oh, look at this. Well, here's a question, like, about legends going. You know, it's, it's a classic memory. We always, we always remember it. Austin Rock 3, WrestleMania 19, Rock beats Austin. Was that a good way to go out? 
or did you like his Kevin Owens match you know earlier this year? I don't remember the Kevin Owens match. I haven't watched it properly. Um, I re- if I'm going to think of Austin's last match, it was then he and um, he and Rock, and that was a great match because I didn't know the ending, and I didn't know at that time that that was going to be the end. We would not see Steve Austin wrestle properly. Would have had wrestling match in such a long time. So, yeah, that match alone, and then because I've seen stuff online about you know, at the end of the match, Rock said to um, Steve, "Thank you, I love you," and then that was it. He left the he left the ring because normally he won the match. Normally it's the winner who would stand in the middle of the ring and hold their hand up, get the crowd and sort of rallying it up. No, he left. He let Steve have his time in the ring. But I look back at that time when I was thinking there, I was like, I had no idea that that was Steve Austin's last match until what just happened recently. Yeah, I'll probably say the same. I think I, I watched it as it happened. I haven't gone back and watched it, but I would say I've gone back and watched that rock match again. I watched it only a few weeks ago because I love that promo. You know, the Limb Biscuit, Crack Addict. It's a great visual, a great show. Um, yeah. Oop, top rope crossbody, center of the ring. Look at um, what did they barely jumped out of his clothes then? I know he did, yeah. He's still coming. Oh, look at that. Smart oh. Foley. The crowd is on their feet. Everyone in the arena is on their feet watching this match. Mm. Mankind! There's just so much tinsel. Like, how much did he throw gold dust? I know. Just He took a lot out of that bag. <laughs> I'm going to empty the whole thing. Oh, so much Foley, Foley's going up. Oh, oh sh- Jesus Christ. ECW, ECW, ECW. That just blew up. That whole table, man. Just exploded. Look the mon- that's, that's back when the monitor just sat on top of the table and it wasn't inside a little, its own compartment. Look at Vince there. Vince is checking on his boy. Hmm. And this is this does make me think of like Hogan, Jesus, of like Hogan and Vince. Like it's almost yeah. like that's HBK's that new version. You know that he's my poster boy. I'm going to use him for a lot of stuff. He's going to make me a lot of money. I'm going to make him a lot of money, and let's go tell some stories. So big time. Oh shit! Two chairs in there. Bear is distracted. Look at this! Look at this! A jumping super kick. Oh shit! Super yep. kick party. We like to find in the behind the curtain. Looks like and a van terminator. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Bitten in the thigh. Did you hear that just really quickly? <laughs> that supposedly um what was it? It was someone coming down first. Holy shit. Here he comes. And now he throws the match out. Yeah, big boy Leon's in. Oh, oh! The crowd are going nuts too. They, they don't care. They nuts. don't care. It was a no contest. They're just still cheering. The smash finished. Bonk! You son of a bitch! How dare you? Oh no! Who's going to help him? It's Sid. Oh, look out! The punches. I love the punches. 
It's it's so high up and so delayed. Like I'm, it's coming now. I love it. <laughs> oh, Sid. Ring the bell one more time. What's uh, he doing? He's like yeah, balancing under, it on his. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's the power of the urn is causing the mandible claw to come alive. Now look out. Ah, uh, theatrical at its best. It's like he's slipping people off. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, fuck you. There's no count, though. That's it. Somebody stopped the damn match. That man's got a family. So, like, we talk, we talk on this show about, you know, a finish being like this. You know, yes, you want a clean finish, but entertaining. What's the, you know? what's the crowd? What's the crowd? Paul Bearer's face. It's so comedic. That's cool. It's comical. What the even, even Earl Hebner's hands flinging in the air. I don't know if you saw there. Pat Patterson was there too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there he is in the grey suit. Look at him too. Just, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> Undertaker. It's Amanda kind of Paul Bearer. No, I would imagine he was out there because he was... Um, was he was his uh, Shawn Michaels agent at this time? I believe I'm he saying, would be. Yeah, he, he and uh, and he and Bret Hart's agent as well too. Yeah. So he'd be keeping an eye on his boy. That gentleman there with the glasses has got a the shirt of uh, Mind Games in your in your house mm. shirt. That thing would be fantastic to own. Real vintage style retro. Just. WWE should just reprint mm. shirts like that. I'd Even that guy's hairstyle, that's the mullet hairstyle today, too. <laughs> I lost the match, but I also won it. So you think they're like, you're telling some stories, you know, no one went down for the count, yep. Foley and Strong, you know, Taker's going after him, you're telling the Buried Alive storyline, you're continuing yep. the Vader Sean, which is now Vader Sid. Sid. What's next for Sean? And that's how it moves into the next storyline. So overall, it's a great match. You know, yes. I would have liked a clean ending, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Look at does anyone want to see some skin or here we go. Here we, here we go. He he told the hard cam. He told the hard cam and he was gonna do it. Mm. Yeah, he's telling someone in the crowd he's to got turn the, their sign. Get the crown <laughs> upside down. That guy they're taking a little big camera. This dude's got. I know, they're doing the black and then the black uh, blue cap there. It's got like a massive camera. Hogan must pose. It's oh, a yeah. Hogan must pose moment. We yes, ended a little uh, bit early. Can we get another five minutes? We need seven minutes of constant posing. Here we go. Well, he's showing a bit of ass, is he? Oh, he's he says he goes to the camera, not too much. The boss is over there and points over at Vince. Yeah, he's showing a tattoo, I think. Yeah, he's got a tattoo. He's showing a little, a little too much dick here, there, man. Come on. <laughs> showing a little bit too much dick here. Yep. I don't think there's Rest... no such thing as that, L. Too much dick here. No, there's never too much. Uh, yeah. Um... Dallin, I can't find it. It's there. 
I'm trying to get a promotion with some type of business soon to help out with that, guys. So watch this space, okay? I don't remember Hogan like doing a lot of this stuff. Like Hogan, he was really, yeah, no, he but like healed. when Hogan oh, was, he was a face, nah. he was never really doing the circle. He would stay in the ring. He really wouldn't get amongst the, amongst the people. It was weird, JR giving him a shake of the hands, and then he actually stopped. And look at these two. Sean, give me a kiss. Come here. Great match. They're Just... looking at each other. That's good, this. Let's do one more time. Oh, no, no. I don't live that life anymore. <laughs> this is Deborah. Deborah McMichael right there in the blonde. Is that Deborah? Look at that. That does look like Deborah. Yeah. No, she was with uh, Mongo at this time. Oh, no, it was a Jarrett. Uh, I believe it was one of them. But with that yeah. being said, love to Mongo. I hope he's not going well. If you've been seeing on social media, he's. I think his yeah. life is counting down. I think. Well, as long as he's in, uh, he's comfortable, mm. and he's in a safe place, and just when it's time to go, it's time to go. But, but yeah, thoughts are with him. Look oh at Earl. God. I love it. Look at Earl. Just what, ring the Ooh, damn Rose. Earl. <laughs> she went to kiss him. The guy put his hand in front of him, like, "No, you can't kiss him. Only I may kiss him." One single rose to the sexy boy, Shawn Michaels. It's gonna come back in. It's like, now nah, I'll go. Yeah, you can fuck off right now, right? Come on. I'm gonna go see Sunny. Let's have some sunny days. All right, recap time. This is something I wish they could bring back currently. Yeah. Like, you know, at the old, like the current shows, like recap the night, because you would mainly get these at um, what, Rumbles? Oh, no, uh, WrestleManias. There goes the outsiders. Look, oh, yep. missed them. God damn it. Jose. SHI, man. I just wish you were ass. Look at Pillman laughing. Pillman after that did, uh, what did he say? And. Cleveland sucks. Yeah, he wanted to end the and promo. Yeah, yeah, he did. It was like, there's no need for it, mate. I came, out, I came out first and said the first thing, so I should finish the promo. Yes. Somebody's going to get the ass kicked. Sexual baby. Bang. Jesus. Backbreaker. Get out Look of there, Snow. See ya, Hunter. Yeah, and a couple of months later, he would end up having a, a, a chock-filled uh, shit Subway sandwich. Poor Mark Henry. Is that, that the thing? Was that with X-Pac or something? Yep. What was that uh, one? Yeah. X-Pac took a shit in the sandwich. Hmm. Bec- and then because Mark Henry wasn't a really reserved, uh, known as a great wrestler because they're like, he's this Olympian. They're paying him thousands of dollars to join the company, and he hasn't even wrestled a match. Hmm. But again, he had Dr. Tom Pritchard um, showing how it's done. So well, you think, too, like Henry was one of the first because eventually next was Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. You know, 1999, he worked with Dr. Tom and, you know, made his debut Survivor Series 99 and what became one of the you know greatest wrestlers of all time. Big time. And I still want to see more. What was the um, Iranian wrestler that um, has signed with the WWE? Uh, is that the the limp? Was it that? Is that Gabe, Gabe Stevenson? Yeah, yeah, he's an American. Yeah, yeah. And that's it, guys. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. 
Any closing comments, Al, before we finish up this month? Good choice right here from the uh, the proverbial box of gimmicks that we have um, working for us in your um, in your attic, alongside with the cat. Yeah, good show. Good show all around. All right, guys, before we finish up this month, we want to give a shout-out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. Well, hello there. My name is Ryan, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, Vinny. And we are the hosts of the Front Face Lock Podcast. We are brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. You can find them at Lucky13BeardCO.com or on Twitter at Lucky13BeardCO. Here at the Front Face Lock Podcast, we drink, we watch old wrestling pay-per-views, and we give our twisted drunken views on what we are watching. And sometimes, for no reason, we'll go off on a drunken rant about whatever's on our mind. You can find us at anchor.fm slash Podcast or anywhere else you can find a podcast. Instagram and Facebook at FrontFaceLockPodcast and Twitter at FrontFaceLock. If there's anything you want to hear, you can email us at FrontFaceLockPodcast at gmail.com. What's up, everybody? I am the patron state of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, the host of the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Yes, you heard that right. And I'm here to tell you about the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smack and Raw podcast. Me and my co-host, Vince Delgado and Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe of the She Lead Showcase do a weekly recap where we cover Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and Rampage. We are on Pornhub, YouTube, and every audio platform you could think of, and we are spitting what we don't like and swallowing what we do every week. We've also got guests from some of your favorite podcasts, so if you want to have fun, take your pants off, put in your headphones, pull up to your favorite listening or viewing device, relax, and just have a good time catch up on the week in wrestling in our own unique way come check us out you guys can find me at matt ritter that is at m-a-t-t-r-i-d-d-e-r on twitter only there you will get linktree slash smack and raw that'll get you all of the audio platforms as well as Pornhub. you guys can also check out linktree slash creation world and that will get you the youtube the merchandise and the Pornhub, as well as other great podcasts from creation world which is the banner under which the smack and raw podcast exists if you want to get everything in one shot, go to creationworld.com. There you'll find Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow if you're a fan of DC uh, CW superhero stuff. If you want to check out the Smack and Raw podcast, if you want to check out our other show, Return to Wrestling, where me and my co-host Travis go back in time and he forces me to sit down and watch old WCW Nitros and pay-per-views, and I have to suffer through Hulk Hogan repeatedly. If that sounds like something that you think is fun, come check that out as well. We also have a YouTube-only show hosted by Vince called spitter swallow that you can find on our youtube we've got so much content for you dungeons after dark as well that episode two is coming it is our most viewed episode on pornhub so if any of this sounds appealing to you i can't wait to have you guys come follow us listen to us and interact with all of you like i said take your pants off pull up get comfortable and let's have a good time Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out rogueenergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. 
These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit triumphchairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee develop coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative developers, and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear develop blue-white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com and use the promo code BRO247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So again, shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com and Rogue Energy. Alright guys, we are back and with the tail end is what has been a great wrestling companion for wrestling companion number 87, oh no, 83, and also episode 139. Any uh, shout outs or comments, Al, before we finish up? Thanks again for everyone who took time to download this show yet again. Uh, we really, we really do appreciate it. Again, I'm going to haul myself out yet again of all the great things that you can find me on. I'm on Twitch. I'm on uh, the Twitter I'm on YouTube. It's all in the show notes. You know where to find me. Uh, every now and again, I will jump on Twitch and try to do some little bit more gaming for your viewing pleasure. Uh, again, thank you to Tom for doing for always what you do. Appreciate it always. And I hope everyone enjoyed the show. On that note, guys, you can check out all of our social medias on Instagram and Twitter at the broadcast T-H-E. B-R-O-K-A-S-T. You can download all episodes, Apple iTunes, Podbean, Castro, CastBox, and a range of different podcast providers. If you have a promo, an ad, or a commercial that you would like promoted onto our show, much like the wrestling podcast promos that feature tonight, send us an email at broadcastnumber2 at gmail.com. But as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment nice cup of tea eh talking of tea i've had lots of tea recently i'm getting into tea more than coffee it's not good for you
tea. Not, not coffee, not too much coffee. Too much coffee is bad for you. Mm. So make I, sure you I, I just love coffee, mod- but I'm going to have to stop then. Having your moderation. Mm, boofing it and everything, so. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would chill it, and then I would shove it up my ass. And then over the day, as it melts down, you just get the caffeine hit. 